In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegato's Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegatosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Another one. There it is. Boo, boo. There it is. The twofer. The twofer. Uh, welcome to uh, another Alaska Wild Project podcast, episode number 25. Um, today we are sitting with our good buddy, Chad Arntz. We are going to talk sheep hunting. Um, Chad, thanks for coming, first of all. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate welcome, it. Chad. Yes. Um, Chad's Instagram is at mountain.div, mtn.div for Mountain Division. Mm. So check him out on Instagram, mtn. MTN.div, Mountain Div. Dude, Chad's a bad mofo. Bad okay. mofo. Straight up. My wife calls Straight him Hot Chad. Hot Chad? Hot Chad. Hot Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see why. He's a good looking dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's no, an old man. dude now. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm out there with this dude for a couple of days, and I'm finally like, man, I want to know how old he is. How do I Chad, ask? Chad, how old are you, man? He tells me, and I'm like, 
for real? I'm like, damn, bro, you're doing good. Not to mention he's just an animal on the mountain. So you're doing something right, man. Oh, I'm just trying to stay in the game, like I told you. Hell yeah. Well, what did you say? Uh, old man quoted it, or somebody quoted it on another podcast. He's like, just a diesel leaking a little oil, right? Oh, like- yeah, I just heard this expression on a hockey thing, and he was like, oh, yeah, man, that guy out there, he's leaking oil. I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still running strong, blowing a little blue smoke, yeah. but leaking oil, but still doing it. The Pistons are still running. Yeah. Used to be a two-stroke diesel. Now. <laughs> Slow and just loud. <laughs> uh, well, thank you to everyone oh, that uh, was checking out our gear review ones. Um, everyone that subscribed on our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and do that. At Alaska Wild Project is the YouTube channel. Um, we got a lot of good hits on the last gear review on the backpack one, mm-hmm. um, on the Bino one. Before that, uh, we do want to do some other ones. We're going to do like an in reach uh, spot, you know, communications one, a stove one. Mm-hmm. We're going to pretty much go down the line of, of all the stuff that we use here and there and plug them in, yeah. especially because, like, we're, we're we're in the middle of the season, dude. We're hunting. We're, we're, we all just got back from separate oh, trips. Yeah. And we're trying to just keep this consistency going for the listeners and the audience. Um, so thank you for those people that maybe that wasn't quite your, your deal or your thing, but yeah. you still hung in there. I mean, the numbers didn't dip or anything like yeah. that. Actually, they kind of increased. So. Yeah, that's There's really cool. Real cool stories and stuff that go on, along with them. You know what one I'd like to do is like I'd like to find a good pair of like muck kind of boots that mm. you can do like big climbs in still. You know, it's like the none of the yes. muck kind of boots work for me yet. I still roll with extra toughs because I haven't found another one that I liked. Yeah. But man, if we could go test a bunch of those, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you like the muck boots with the um like the Vibram sole. Oh right, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying, or something like that. Yeah. It's got ankle. They're support. coming with new stuff. I seen a new one. Oh, man, what was the company? I want to say it was Muck that yeah. like had like a beefier sole and it had like an extension that went up from the from the top of the boot up above your knees that would cinch. Oh, nice. Mm. So like, if you're gonna actually cross something, you can like cinch it up and get minimum water. I mean, yeah. it'll probably still leak a little bit, but you can cinch it pretty tight. Right. Instead mm. of like doing like, you know, the duct tape thing or yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, the gators and stuff like that are okay. But that was, I thought that was a pretty cool, you should look it up actually, yeah. Brandon. Yeah. It was look, a new one that had like a little cinch on it. Lacrosse has some pretty good boots like that style. Yeah. Because extra toughs have like no support. Right. Right. They're like ankle yep. rollers. Yep. But lacrosse makes some like, I think it's, well, they have one that's called like, I think it's called the Alpha Burley. Uh-huh. And it's more like it's like heavy insulation. Yeah, the it looks thing like a pre-built the, boot, like tread. Yeah, the, they have boots. really good tread and they're really good material. What I didn't like, I tried lacrosse's my last set of boots is that their insulation is like that thinsulate, where that like once that gets wet, dude, it's just like just they stays toast. soaked. Yeah. Whereas like this the, cold. the muck boot, even if it gets wet, it's like that. I don't know what it is. Lots of like neoprene. Like right? a neoprene. Yeah. So even so with wet. Like, warmth, yeah. yeah. That was the only down. Because I really noticed it on those back-to-back um, winter caribou hunts. Oh, yeah. Because I, I would rock those. And one year I had the mucks. And I was good. And the next year I was like, oh, I'm going to get these lacrosses. They look badass. Mm-hmm. But it was that thin And yeah. then once that kind of got a little bit of sweat oh, in yeah. there and mm-hmm. then like froze, it was just like frozen. Dude. All the toes fell off. They got black. Yeah. yeah. I'd like one that kind of. call me Daniel Eight Toes now. Buckles down or you can cinch on top of your foot because my, my feet are different sizes. So I'm always have to, having to buy a pair of boots that, and they're different sizes because of muscle atrophy, not length. And so 
I'm having to buy in between sizes all the time. Mm. And if I could get something that I can cinch down, like almost like lace style or like ratchets, like you I need more like a pack boot. Yeah, yeah, like, like but but for like muck style. Yeah, like uh, I think like Schnees makes some really good pack mm. boots like that. They're that like taller. Yeah. But they got like lace up. They're kind of like a like a way better Sorel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. think that company makes some pretty good. I think stuff. Ranella's really into those Schnells. Yeah, I think they're yeah, like he pronounced, out of he Idaho or something. Yeah, so Schnells. Like, I, I thought Schnees is an actual boot Schnees, brand, Schnees. or is it a store? They're a store, but they uh, make, make their, their own, own brand boot. Okay. Or they, I think they might have their boot made in Italy, but it's like their, their design. Their thing. Okay, but it's a store up, too. Right? Yeah, Schnees. I think it's two E's. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a. S C H N E E S. Yeah, I know. I've I've seen uh, <clears throat> Mediator podcast uh, in the show. He he uh, promotes. I'm pretty sure he rocks the shit out of those. The Schnees. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, Schnee boots. Let me see. Oh yeah. Oh, with the yeah. little. Yeah, a lot of different. That's exactly what I need. Yeah, those Mon- Timberlands are pretty sick. Montana Montana boots. Oh wow, so that's those nice. Are cool. Yeah, yeah that's dude. the pack yeah. boot style. So we're looking at the Never Settle. Is that the name of the boot? Oh. No, they're probably oh, just cool. showing their whole line. I bet you that dude in the sheep was in something like that. Got it. Okay. I don't think he was wearing a pack boot. If he was, he's got way better ankles than me. Anyway, Schnee's good stuff. I haven't really looked yeah. into them too much. Yeah. I wonder if they sell any of their stuff in any of the stores up here, like Red Wing. I don't, I don't or think so. I've, I've never seen any Schnee's. Bozeman, Montana. Schnee, send us a couple of the size tens. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll that give looks you the like a gangster, on that. like old school. Yeah, that's fancy. That looks like you can go to a show with that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> don't even need a Gators. Oh, you just definitely those. go to a show in Bozeman, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to show up to the club with those with the yeah. club shirt, the bedazzled jeans. <laughs> it's the skull shirt, skull bedazzled. <laughs> Yeah, those look like bad, oh, bad man. boots. Yeah, that's like perfect for what I'm looking for. The Hunter 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 13 inch. Yeah, I've always like, there's this boot that I want that th- this is the scenario that would just be the ultimate is when you got like your your buddy drops you off on shore <coughs> or you take a dinghy out in the sound or, or southeast. Even Kodiak, I'm sure you could even get into bays where you can probably get in a Zodiac or something and mm-hmm. cruise around yeah, totally, and be able to jump off and there's, you know, 18 inches of water or <clears throat> 12 inches of water. You got to jump out. And then now you're going to hike like four miles up into the back country. You might walk through creeks, wet moss, like flooded, uh, flat swamp yep, areas. Yep. They're like almost like a pond, the muskegs. Mm-hmm. muskegs. And then, you know, but you still need ankle support and, yeah. and all the stuff of like a good hill boot mountain boot backpack boot and then you can come back down and then like still walk you know four or five feet out in the, in the surf water. you know the, the small you know surf or whatever on an incoming tide or whatever and totally. still jump on the bow like you know and have that yeah because the lacrosse knee high you know gives you that but then you go hiking around all day in that and your feet are burning they're mm-hmm. just they don't have the support yep. you make it work we've all done it but it'd be nice to have the ultimate like total combo boot and that that scenario to me is like sums it up you need a boot for that for that situation. Yeah, they do a lot of the over boots, and they're getting a little crazy with those. Mm-hmm. It's even, like, little short over boots, and then there's mm-hmm. always the big tall ones that, like, Wiggies has. Yeah, we were talking about which that, were the good, over boot. Which yeah. were good, yeah. too. I take Neos, Sheep Honey, and Moose, for sure. 
the, the Wiggies Neo? Neo? Uh, I don't think I think Wiggies makes a Could you, Wiggies makes go. a different like their own brand, but okay. like Neo, I think Neo, Neo is, is the its brand. own yeah. brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it the same thing. It's like yep. nylon with you know silicone on the inside, and you just pull it on over all your stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's like a hip waiter. We might have talked yeah. about super lightweight. You can just roll them up like a football, and you can just like take one pair, and then you can just throw them back. Curl like for the, the other guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Perfect. We seen a pair on the on the Brooks the other year. Someone. No, like that, those are like the ones you get at Barney's, like the overboot, the full like hip boot. Yeah, they they just like straight up abandoned those. Oh. They're what? like fuck these things. We're just yeah. gonna cross this creek. What we 50 call times. that guy? We're like we call them like Sasquatch or dude. His boot prints were like enormous, and so we were, we're like, who by. is this guy, dude? This thing yeah. is like a size eighteen, dude. <laughs> He's the Yeti. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, we had a Freddy name for it. Yeti. I can't remember what it was. We'll, we'll probably think we of followed it. him in, and then we finally seen. The, those rubber boots, yeah, laid on the no. They were like abandoned. Remember, they just like. Oh, I thought you were talking about the dude with the pack raft. Remember I think it was that guy, and okay. he just was like, "Fuck these things." Yeah, and just over like, it. I'll come back and just like <laughs> left them there. Yeah, maybe that he didn't have any more creek crossing, so he's like, "We leave yeah, him here now." Yeah, it's yeah. just done. Yeah. yeah, no, he had more creek crossings. Oh, there was creek crossing <laughs> all the way to the headwaters. They were getting wet. <laughs> he's probably sick of like taking them on and off and on oh, and off man. and like you know because he had to cross that thing like forty times. Yeah. I could see like one or two crossings and be like, all right, man, I got to like cut this out. But if you got to cross it 37 times, just get wet and walk them dry and be done with it. <laughs> gonna learn walk them dry. Said walk them dry. Yeah, got my just, boots wet right out the gate yeah, yeah. on our trip. I was oh, way more sensitive to like getting my boots wet than you. You were like, okay, we'll just jump here. I was like, well, I'm going to walk around the bend and not get my feet wet. And then Daniel's like, fuck it. Just walk them dry. And I was like, mm, I don't play that way. Like, I'm going to at least look. You know? I'm just like, I'm just going to yeah. jump right here. But those gators, that was the first time I ever used them. Oh, Thanks. how'd that go, Thank man? you for letting me use them. Yeah, they oh, worked awesome. The one, yeah. the one time that I jumped the place that Daniel wanted to, um, it was definitely too deep and my feet didn't get wet. So there oh, wasn't cool. any walk and dry that And day. you had the, I think those are the Sitka Stormfront. Yeah, they're the uh, Sitka. Thundershed. One. one or the other. I can't remember which brand or it which was Sitka. line. I'm not sure which yeah. one. Yeah, they're legit. Super light, right? And, yeah, and they then were light. When they got wet, they weren't too saturated. Yeah, like, no, no. They were, I didn't know some at all. My, cool. my boots weigh way way more than that. I think my boots yeah, weigh two yeah. pounds. So uh, yeah, I have like the heavy duty scarpas. So okay, yeah, yeah. Well, we got like deep into boots. So I, I I was I'm rocking crispies, um, which you know they're all right, but my feet get wet right away. Chad had a brand new pair of boots. Uh, Hawang Hawang Hawangs Hawangs Hawang Hawangwag. Yeah. And those look legit, man. Like overall, what did you think? I mean, you did three hard. I did the math. It was 25 miles in three days. I'm super happy with them. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm super happy with them. I, I had scarpers forever and then I just couldn't find like my, I had my scarpers for like six years and they just kind of started like losing their waterproof. Oh, I think okay. the tongue. That's where mine are right now. finally started breaking down in the tongue. And so like even little Creek crossings, I'd get, start getting wet. Oh, okay. And I'm like you. Jack, like yeah. I don't. Yeah, you were yeah. funny. You were like, I don't like getting my feet around. around. No, I'm like, dude. what? No, no, it's <laughs> that's when they fall apart. Yeah, like, nope. I don't like them wet. <laughs> no, it's I think because we got thing. ruined on that Brooks Range where oh. you just like, there's no way around not getting wet, so you just like, yeah. oh, I'm just gonna. Chad walk was around. like rock skipping across them, like 
No, I'm a skipper too, man. That's how you do it. We would bring the trash bags and duct tape, dude. Like I ain't getting wet feet. No, I don't. I like I was like, you'll see me out there in my boxers before I would my boots. I would walk across that painfully on bare feet, freezing before I would get my feet. That's right. Third day, I'm like, hey, Chad, man, you're. Your boots still dry? Cause I moved them. And I'm like, man, they're not like super heavy. Yeah. He's like, nah, man, they're warm. I was like, oh, yeah, I've had wet feet since like the first hour <laughs> <laughs> of day one. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I'm a baby uh, with my feet. I have feet issues. I don't get blisters or any of that, but I have like neuromas and high arches. Like I got all kinds of issues. So I don't. No. Wet feet ba- is one baby more problem. My feet, dude. Yeah. Well, this dude had me side hilling like a motherfucker, dude. Like. Like I ain't never done before. He's like, we don't go down. Right around stuff. Full side hill. Like not losing elevation, which is nice. Because it's exhausting to go down a shell hill and try to climb back up and gain another 200 feet back. Yeah. Or, anyway, well, when your feet are wet, I don't care how good your boots and socks and everything are dialed. But when they're wet, man, you just get hot. Like your feet get just the friction of the side hilling, you know. And on the third day, pack out with the sheep, man, like. I had blisters on both sides, and I was like, this is at least my concerns, man. It was so heavy and wet and loaded down, had so far to go. It was like, usually, you know, there are some guys that, like, your foot breaks down and you're, like, done. Yeah. But I can, I have enough, you know, pain tolerance, so I can just kind of burn through it. But today, the they finally healed. Like, I've been putting ointment on them and putting socks on, and, oh, man, dude, tore them up on the way out because they were wet. Because they were wet. Yeah. That end of the day dry out, I think, is critical. <laughs> oh, man. Like, when you get back to the camp yep. or whatever and mm. just, like, take all of that socks off and just let those things get mm. dried yep. up. Yeah, I usually yep. pull my insoles and throw those in my sleeping bag with me. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, nice. Yeah. You have the super, because yeah. you said you have eye arches. I do, too. My arch is insane. I did. I, and I, you didn't see me pull those insoles because I, I just, like, I spent the money on sheep feet. Oh, you did? Mm. Yeah. I've been mm-hmm. looking into those. So I have those. It's the first time I've run them. And they're kind of like rubberized. So your foot doesn't slide around mm. even when it is wet. So you don't really need to, they don't retain any water. So you don't got to pull them. Um, yeah. So they're kind of like, and I feel like my feet sweat less this time around than they normally do. Because normally my feet get wet, but it's from sweat. It's uh-huh. never... Because I'm a baby about the water. So yeah. yeah. It's just sweat. <laughs> like, that's enough. As wet as they're getting. Yeah. But these yeah, things, yeah, I was pretty impressed with those sheep feet. So, people that don't know, Sheep Feet is a company company that makes those insoles kind of like the... Um, super Feet. Kind of like Super yeah. Feet, but they're sp- specific for sheep hunters. And well, they, they're custom orthotics. Right. They yeah. come send custom you, like, the box to yeah. put your foot Step in. in this foam mold. Yep. Like, with both your feet. And you send them in, and they make them specifically for your feet. I think it's a it's a... Check it out. Kid. Check, check out the younger. Like yeah, kinda. Yeah, so but they're full. The, you can get full length ones, and you can get um, like three quarter length. Yeah, like so you can use them in different shoes. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. He so has see, right you there. got feet issues like me. Yeah, yeah. So because they're different sizes, right? Oh. I have the muscle atrophy, so this heel, this arch is way higher than my other one, oh, and okay. I have to use these custom ones that are yeah. built the same way that you're talking about. Yeah, you guys want to see an arch? <laughs> oh yeah, Daniel's got an arch. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good arch. Yeah. <laughs> That's from soccer balls, but I got a <laughs> mean corner kick, bud. That's yeah. from like wearing too small of shoes your whole yeah. life. That's, yeah, that's why my parents they didn't want to buy me uh, new yeah. shoes. Uh, another wear these six months out of those. I feel like I, I'm responsible for my feet issues because I was like, I don't know. I had like a weird thing as a little kid where 
I didn't, I never, like, I always felt like my feet looked too big. And I think it was because my parents were just cheap and would always be like, we're going to go size up so you can wear them for next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, I would, I remember like when my, you know, your parents like feel like where your toe is. Like I'd be like pulling them back. <laughs> like, yeah, these are too big. And then I'd have shoes that were too small. And so my feet like always were like this. That's and now I have like hammer toes. And I always thought that aroma. smaller shoes look cooler too. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, I always, I was like, dude, you look like a clown with big feet. I don't want big feet. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just getting my shoes too small, and then now I'm paying for it. Like, That's yeah, right. Now I got to get steroid shots in my foot because I have a flared neuroma with nerve pain. So smart decisions oh, for kids. Man. Totally. I want to try out those sheep feet because I did the super feet, and those actually work really well for me. But, I mean, I still get the rubbing and the hot and, like, it's I, cool that those green one, those sheep or the um, super feet, they're still kind of slippery, like you're saying. Yeah, but I think I think that if you don't have a like foot issue, like Jack or I, mm-hmm. like I don't think you got to spend the money. I think you could go with super feet, and I think a lot of your issue, like I've told you, I have those same crispies. I wore them last year, yeah. on one mm-hmm. sheep hunt, and I will never wear them on sheep hunt again. And my right. boy Nate bought the same boot, and he's just like, yeah, those are moose hunting boots. Yeah, no, I'm I'm done after this season. They're it's it's over. And the other thing I didn't like about them is that they have metal loop rings mm. and they're sharp edges, so they just cut. chew the shit out of your bootstraps. Mm. Like I was looking at Chad's new boots, and they're like nylon thick, you know, strapping like mm-hmm. stitched. And I'm like, dude, those will never cut your your bootstrap. Yeah. You know, your your boots. Pull up those boots because they, they kind of look like the Scarpas I have. Those uh, hand, those yeah, hand yeah, they're like part synthetic and part like mm-hmm. they got some suede on them. Yeah. I like them. They're they're not as light as the scarpas. Can you try them on in like town scarpas. somewhere? Well, so the scarpas they have like the two lines. There's like the lighter weight one that has the leak problem. That's the one that Daniel have. Mm-hmm. I went with the heavier ones that are all suede and all Gore Tex under the suede, and I don't have any leak problems with those. So but yours they are weigh not twice no as synthetic. Much. No, they weigh twice as much. So you got like the Mont Blancs or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. They're like the green ones from like six years ago. Okay. And, uh, but they're, I waited for them to go on sale, of course. Yeah. I think the ones I bought were like an ice climbing. Oh, okay. Like they were those there. Those signature. are right here, Chad. Your, your yeah. hand longs. Those are bad. Yeah. Funny. Those yeah, look like nice frictions. Boots. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. They were like the second you put them on, I'm like, oh, wow. Those are nice boots. Super they're rigid on the bottom, like the Scarpas. Yeah. I have to have that in the yeah. mountains. Yeah. And they're Cortex. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. Cortex. Little insulation, I believe, on these yep, too. I got the insulated. I think they make a non-insulation model and an insulated model. Okay, I'm just checking that out. And I could be ro- completely wrong about that. Yeah, I think nice. next year it's time for new boots for me too. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Those are nice, man. Those look like they did job. And then the price point's like really reasonable, if you ask me. As far yeah. as like, if you're, you know, you want a really good boot, four or five hundred dollars is just like. They kind of look like my deer boots. Those, um, yeah, but these are a little those Salloways. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But bulkier and like heavier duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can use a crampon on them. Oh, cool. Yeah. A little pro tip though on the orthotics. If uh, if you do have any sort of like gait issues, any sort of like leg length issues, back issues, or feet issues, you can use your insurance. And go to a physical therapist 
and then mm. you can ask for custom orthotics and then what they'll do is they they give you like that little foam pack and you put your feet in and then they also take a video of you walking and then they mm. send that off to like a podiatrist who will modify your orthotics for your gait and then typically if you have insurance they'll cover it because it prevents future injuries um, so that's what i did and then once you have it on record i can call up and get another pair of these for the about the same price as like a super feet mm. oh, the yeah. first one's more expensive and it's paid for though yeah because so, now they have like the shape to make the mold and right then, it's already made they yeah. just make another one and send it to you yeah wow that's you go to where your foot level. doctor you you go to a physical therapist oh, okay so it took years for me to figure this out because i'm a little frugal but as soon as I figured it out, and then like the pair I showed you, I put, I put, I have two of them right now, and I've had both of these for like six years probably. Yeah. And they don't wear down. I put them in all my boots. Like these are, this pair was all, I brought these shoes, these Scarpa Pro shoes on our trip. Mm -hmm. And I also had my Scarpa mountain boots, and I moved those orthotics back and forth, but they also mm -hmm. go under my waders, like under I'm my switch foot them out of everything. and actually yeah. get wet in my wader boot, and they do just fine. Yeah, because oh, they're good cool. material. Yeah, that's what's good about the three-quarter length, that like what you have. It's like you can use that, transfer it from right. shoe to shoe. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I got those full ones. And you had the option for, but my issue is like under my toes, like oh, your forefoot. So yeah. I, so like mm. I couldn't really do the three-quarter. But that sheep feet, like it seems like they're a pretty good company. Like if you ever have issues... They'll just make you new ones. Or if they start to wear out, you can send them back in and they'll like replenish them and That's redo awesome. the top if the foam or anything. So they seem like a quality company. And, and it's a, I think it's a young kid who's just like a hunter and his dad has just been like a pediatrician, podiatrist, podiatrist yeah, like yeah. his whole life. So he grew up around it. Yeah. He's like, man, I, I, I need something better than super feet. So he yeah. started this company. Yeah. That's so cool. Seems pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. And you could use it for anything like hockey or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I have some in my hockey skate, the super yeah. feet ones. Yeah. yeah. Those are good. No, it's good. Good tip there, Jack. Cause, uh, I think, you know, if you like to play in the mountains and, and all of us are getting a little bit up there, like not our old guys, but certainly, on the other side of being a young young guy, <laughs> that, old bull, old, old bull, leaking a little oil. Um, <laughs> no, I just think about if you can do some preventative maintenance on top of a routine, you know, workout or training. Um, Chad said he like hits elite three days a week and gets it. Like it's like, well, that's a good idea instead of just hitting the gym. He's actually doing endurance workouts and you know plyometrics and you know you start adding some you know, extra care to your feet. You obviously go to the chiropractor, getting your back checked out. Like, you know, you can still get out there for a long time. Mm -hmm. You start working on some of this stuff. And this year was a real cold reminder of that because I didn't get after it the way that I normally would in the preseason. And I was like kind of afraid to tell Chad that, but I knew I could gut <coughs> it out. But so I was like, fuck, man, I think Chad's pretty gangster, man. I think he's going to push and, you know, go hard. And I'm like, ah, I got to stay with him, you know. <laughs> and he was actually great, man. He was like great pace, great break times. Like just like everything was like on point to I would take a break the same time or even after. And he was perfect for that. But I don't know, man. I think just getting after it with some of that preventative maintenance and work will just make what's already uncomfortable and kind of miserable at times at least a little more bearable. Totally. You know, so. Dude, I try to tell all my boys that it's a hundred times easier to stay in shape than get in shape. 
Mm-hmm. Like That's just right. like, and if you and it doesn't take much. Like people think it's like this big commitment, and it's not. It's not. It's just a few days a week. You just need to like do something, and it doesn't have to be the gym. I mean, some people hate the gym, but just like get out and do something. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you and the older you get, man, it goes so fast. Like you, can, <laughs> you can go on one week vacation and lose everything you worked <laughs> for in like three months. And the muscle memory comes back fast, but yeah. you can lose it so quick. Yeah, you Especially like cardio and endurance. Mm-hmm. But once you're out there, like it's just. Yeah. Day two, day three, a, I was it's doing pretty good. Attitude more than anything. Right. In the mountains. Really, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. It is. It's a, it's a state of mind. You know what I mean? Like, if you get up and it's a beautiful day, and it's like, oh, it's gonna be pretty nice today. Yeah. You fill up your water. You get packed up. You have some good conversation. Cup of coffee. Hit the trail. All the aches and pains kind of squeak out, and then it's like, up oh, back at it, and then you're kind of over it. You yeah. know, it's yeah. funny how that works. Versus the wake up to the <laughs> the winds of the shack, the winds of the shat, and the yeah. rains of the neek. So that new stone glacier got a workout. Huh? <clears throat> oh, the stone glacier got a workout. Yeah, sure. poles poles yeah. aren't bent. They're stayed. Nope. In that place. tent is legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's it, that? What's that tent again? What, which one did you? This, it's the skyscraper. Two, skyscraper. Two person. Okay. I wish they made it three. Yeah, you were the, saying that the it's two a little bit two. wider. But we did figure it out. You know, because we've always been a three person <laughs> tent family, like for two people. You know, all the sheep hunts I've been on, all three man tents. Same. Um, so this is the first two, and it, the first night we slept next to each other which was a huge mistake because all we kept each other up all night bumping each other and so we found a perfectly flat spot and then went opposing yeah swapped and, yeah mm-hmm. and then it was fine the rest of the time it was like it was good and then they the vestibules have improved so much that like in, in these winds of the shat and stuff i could cook for us on that wide open vestibule it was huge yeah oh because that stone glacier is like it's Two vestibules, right? Yeah, yeah one side. on each side. So the, t- the tent is the same shape no matter which side you're on. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, I have Hilleberg, and you can't, I, you, I can't uh, do, you can't alternate. Yeah. Because it's sloping. Right. It's like you're in like a mummy bag. And yeah. The tent's like shaped like a mummy. You know? Yeah. And the door's in the front and doors by your feet. Front. Yeah. yeah. The vestibule's mm-hmm. all in the front. Yeah. This has the double, each person has a door and their yeah. vestibule. So when you open up the doors and keep the doors open and the vestibule, it looks. Yeah. Way bigger than opens it, it is. up. Yeah. yeah, you got your yeah. pack in there. Uh, All versus your inside. In there. Yeah, it, it has so, these like cross poles. Well, one cross pole that comes up above, and then what also is cool is the um, the main tent um, kind of uh, pole liner. You know, the thing that would hold it, the pole support tube or whatever. Yeah, is isn't isn't woven into the tent. It's actually attached with these like snaps in it. And so it's like six inches away. The rain flies six inches away from the tent then. Yeah. And so then the, you have a, a six inch higher place on the tent for the vestibule to go out to. And then it has these cross poles that hold it up. So the vestibule is like twice as big as it should be. Oh, okay. On both sides. We got so it that's up on the scoop, guys. And that cross pole that you put in the middle makes the sides of the tent go like straight up. Right. So it's not rounded, you know, so you could both be sitting up and not be touching the wall. Oh, it's pulling it. It's <clears throat> yeah. pulling yeah, it out. That's nice. So it's like a bathtub no, their, style. Their gear is like they're it's very thought out. Yeah, totally. Like they do a lot of R and D before they come out with anything. And yep. then just like the general water resistance of the tent, I felt was like 
Supreme. way better supreme yeah way better than anything i've ever been in um and it we, we're getting hit with sideways rain every night and wind it it, it rained it rained and poured and blew every night i mean rain like someone's throwing a bucket onto the tent yeah. like sheets <laughs> what's the weight of, what is that does that have it's five it's like right at five pounds i think it's right four yeah, pounds yeah, 12 four, yeah packed weight, packed weight five and those little uh steaks I was yeah. concerned. I was like, "Man, are these going to hold?" Like, oh yeah, they're little, really thin, little, little tiny. Like, they look yeah. like a pencil. Yeah, I remember when you brought that thing out to the deshka. Just kind of like you mm-hmm. and Mateo tried it out. I remember when you set it up. I'm like, "Well, damn, this is like a true two man, like two full grown six foot men can squeeze in this thing." Barely, but but, but I figured it had to be head to toe. There's no way. Yeah, you got to do head to toe. Yeah. yeah. So you what, so you guys didn't get the the four man guide. To sleep in the whole sheep hunt? No, we didn't bring the guy. We didn't get but the teepee either. Yeah, if we had a teepee, that would have been nice. Can I can I tell you guys something about the teepee? You didn't bring it? Oh, I brought it. Yeah. What? It just sat in the other tent. Oh, man. We could have been <laughs> using like, it that whole fuck, time. man. Those guys probably could have used that. Yeah. Because I didn't know what we were going to do. Because we yeah. were even talking about taking Chad's Hilleberg if we were going to go So what did you guys sleep in? Oh, you're yeah. at base camp. We stayed at base camp the whole time. Yeah. Every night, and then wall tent with the uh, wood stove. Might as well have been. <laughs> I know we had Miller High Life every night. Well, there's just one bed, one nightcap. We ate one dehydrated meal. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had one. sandwiches and rice bowls. Oh, and, yeah, nice. it was it was interesting. I was like, dang, Chad, he spoiled me, man. He spoiled me. Dude, we we had can the, go out of the razor like that. It's like it's almost like it's not even sheep honey. Yeah, totally, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's kind of unfair. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's nice to have that like as a gap. Yeah, it's your gap yeah. here, you know. It, it really exactly. was. It really actually was. Um, that um, here's a pretty good photo of that stone glacier, though. Like, oh, they got that little thing open. We needed that open the last night. And that thing got like thing the there? humidity got to yeah. like ninety nine point nine percent in there. Yeah, that little. Like, what does that do? Um, it's supposed to create some uh, venturi, some vent. Like it's just an another vent that goes all the way outside, mm. but still blocked so that water can't come in. Oh, and we could have opened it on that last day when it was pretty like humid. Oh, yeah, it got all like sweaty. We're down low. Yeah, I think it's Mm. supposed to be designed so that when the air is flowing under the rain fly and in between the tent, like that air movement, like venturi effects and like sucks all the humidity out of the inside. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, Mm. like I'm saying, they their stuff's really designed. Like, I've been looking at their like big tent for like a moose that's six man, six man. Yeah, yeah. that thing's I was telling Jack about it because you can, I haven't seen it. You should pop it up. It unzips floorless on it. It's like it's thought out, it's expensive as hell. Yeah, it's like 1800 bucks. I think it's 20. Oh, it's more. Oh, shit, it's that much. The sky dome for 2750. Dude, Dude, that's the same as the fucking as the Cabela's guide. Yeah. But Except I, probably but, like one one fifth the five weight. times. Oh as no, it's twenty seven pounds, thirty four pounds. Yeah, what's well, a lot of material, bro? Look at that thing; it's massive. I'm going. I'm going a uh, full wall. Tank so what I like I, about but this, it's like stove. Yeah, and it goes floorless, you right? Can Chad, you're saying floorless, like uh-huh. you can zip out the oh, floor, that's sweet. which I think is how it's set up. This or you way. can like See zip out half the floor and fold it up, so you have like the stove on the. Like side that year doesn't have the they got they got the stove on yeah. this one right here. No, it's a it's a legit. Oh look, they have multiple little air ones vents too. Oh, those little things it's like venturied out. Venturied. Is there another vestibule on the backside? Um, 
Yeah, if I didn't look. have a deal, I wouldn't even contemplate it. But here's a good side view. Okay. Oh, it's yeah, so no, it's kind of like it's kind of like front. It's, it's like pretty the much Cabela. the same shape as the as that Cabela's guide. It's big. Yeah, mm-hmm. that thing's it's like big. Like, look at the floor plan. Like it's big. Yeah, it, it that's like really really nice setup, man. Are they like providing a stove now too, like yeah. a Kafaru style? No, they don't. That's without the stove. You got to buy the stove. And I don't. Th- they don't have a. St- they don't they sell a stove. You got to get like another. Yeah. So I'd probably setup. buy the Kafaru stove actually. Yeah. Yeah. Alaska Ten Tarp sells a nice stove. I have that one. Uh, I think the Kafaro one's a little smaller, maybe a little bit more. They have a couple. Compact. I think they have a titanium oh. one. Okay. They have a round one, flat one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen the the Kafaro stove set up. I just I have the tent and tarp one. I was supposed to make one year on a moose. I was supposed to make like a visqueen shelter. Mm-hmm. And with, I had no idea I was even going to get started. I just brought this roll of visqueen in a wood stove, and packed it all back. Never even put it up. Never wrapped the trees. Or the, but he's like, we're going to bring a roll of this queen and wrap these trees up and then figure out a way to put a roof on it and then we'll punch a hole and do it. I'm like, all right, let's bring all this shit and try it out. And it never even got taken out of the boat. Yeah. What are you guys staying in up there? Um, At, at Moose Camp? Yeah. That year I had a six-man North Face that was just big enough where I could put a couple cots in it. And we just, me and my cousin stayed in that. And there was like never a need for a stove. It was never that cold. We just rocked that. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I have uh, an eight-man Alaskan ins or uh, excuse me, Cabela's Instinct. So it's like a Kwanzaa hut-shaped-looking mm, thing. Yeah. So it's like uh, I mean, it's true eight-man. You can get six six cots in there, mm. six of the short cots in there, um, and it has a wood stove set up. And I brought the wood stove the first year. We mm. didn't need it. And we're now six years in with that, and I have yet to put the wood stove in there. Oh, okay, it hasn't cool. been needed. You get six, five, six guys in there, man. I mean, it's yeah, it a lot of mouth breathing and, and farting going on. It just warms right up. You yeah. know what I mean? It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't take Carlo long. has the nice Kafaro 8-man teepee. Yeah, don't He's you had it for years, but he didn't, get the, he didn't get the stove. It takes a while to learn, like, because you will get hot. What, like, too hot. Too, yeah. too like, unbearable. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to just go outside. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn it, but he has. He bought this old, uh, like a Yukon. It's called a Yukon stove. It's not like super light, but it still folds down to like you can fit it in a little bag like that. Yeah, I don't you know think I, I don't need light in that because you're like it's, it's yeah. moose hunting. You're, yeah, you're either on a four wheeler or a raft or something. It's not light. So yeah. why do you need a light stove? Like I'm never yeah. gonna use a stove sheep hunting. No. Yeah. Like for oh, me, the stove's it, yeah. not even for because it's like too cold. Like yeah. a sleeping bag would keep me warm. It's for drying stuff yeah. out. It's like mm-hmm. more like a fog, like a fog nap yeah. is where like I want the stove. Yeah, yeah. dry out. They'll, they'll yeah. dry out mm-hmm. the stuff that's I so wet. wet all the time. I feel like the light stoves are made for like Rocky Mountain mule deer hunting and stuff. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. or like backpack elk in the Rockies, like where you're in there for non Alaskans who get yeah. cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. We didn't just want to throw it's it tough out. Tough enough, like boys. Tough <laughs> enough. Chad's just yeah. gonna say it how it is. Yeah. Tough enough, boys. <laughs> that's right. I mean, no, because if you think about it, those guys are hunting September, October, and it's still hitting 70s and 80s in the day, and I'm sure it gets cold at night. Like, I'm not going to downplay, like, high alpine rocky stuff. I'm sure it gets cold as hell. Cold as hell doesn't make sense. Cold as shit out there. But, yeah, like, it takes a lot to really need a stove. Like, 
You said a Fognac? That's an exceptionally shitty ass yeah, yeah. weather area. Yeah, like, it's very just bad. for like drying. And it doesn't take much. Yeah. Like the guys that I know that do run those stoves, a lot of those guys just take like lighter logs yep. mm-hmm. and just cut them into pieces. Yeah. Because exactly. it doesn't take like. I mean, you can cook yourself out of those, like out of the tent, where it's like unbearable. Yeah, right. yeah. sweat even, lodge. Yeah, open the doors. Fast. Yeah, where it's like <laughs> sweat yeah, lodge. I can't yeah. sleep in there. Yeah, yeah. no, you can't. You might just take some ayahuasca. For yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened to us on that on that cheap on that float the first time. Threw a bunch of wood oh, in there. Dude. Just, just like had to be outside for like two hours. It was just so hot in there. But now he brings like the they sell the Duraflame, yep. the little one. Oh yeah, like that's a hockey perfect. puck or something. Yeah, it's like a, it's like that big, and that's perfect. just enough, yeah. just to get it warm in there, and just have that, and then one in the morning, and you're good. Yeah, that's all you need, and it'll burn. It'll just hold that little. It's like a sterno can, basically, mm-hmm. in your stove. Yeah, yeah, and that's perfect. And if you can figure out how to do that right, then you got it dialed. But yeah, you you throw some cut up two by fours in there, and you're like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get out. Open the doors. Yeah, yeah. so uh, sweating. No, we did good. We stayed in the foreman, and and we, you know, our intent was that we were gonna spike at least for one to three nights. You know, after a day or two of, you know, searching the area, Chad kind of already knew some of the general area and bulls that we were gonna look at, but um, we were able to, you know, do an average of like seven and a half to ten miles per day and cover pretty much everything we needed to cover in that time frame, and then just come right back to camp. And I guess the only thing about that is that we were losing, you know, 2,000 feet of elevation every day, kind of going up and down. Um, yeah. But I didn't really think that it was that big a deal, honestly. No, it's, it's like you start weighing it. Like, there wasn't anything that – like you're limited out there. Like we're already at the back. Like we're at the headwaters of mm-hmm. that, and you can't really anything further. That's too much further that we would need to spike out for. You really couldn't. You could reach it all in a day. Like right. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason like you couldn't be patient and make a play on a sheep would be like kind of like we kind of got screwed a little bit by the fog coming in. Yeah. And. and yep taking like three hours out of our day where we had to wait for the fog because we couldn't locate that sheep. Mm-hmm. If we could have located it, the fog would have been great to help us get there yep. undercover, but we weren't able to locate it in those like small holes you would get in the fog. And so we wound up having to sit there and wait until it like burned off and then we could move. And we, we ate up a lot of time. And yeah. Then- that one day was Friday. I think was it Friday. Yeah. We burned almost three hours waiting up there at, you know, 6,500 feet. Yeah. Snow, fog, rain. We ended up wrapping up in puffies and rain gear and tarps. Just went to sleep. Yeah. Passed out on the side then of the, the mountain. Then the sun came out and it was like unbearably like, hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Only like, sheep hunting, dude. Yeah. Oh, and, then, and then I like looked at the my phone. I was like, oh, it's Friday the 13th. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 No, it was, we got the full, the full mixed bag on the weather situation. As far as did you guys get a bunch of snow? We got snow on the peaks, mm-hmm. and then we got snow another night at camp. Okay, because I think but you were stick. you were talking to some guys that were hunting Eureka that were getting dumped on, right? Yeah, um, my wife's good friend, her son was up in Eureka, and I think they were looking for sheep, and he was saying that they were getting dumped on. I saw mm. some photos like they were getting snowed on pretty good. 
Like like more than the inch or two that we saw. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Three or four. Oh wow. Yeah. No. Yeah, the snow that came high, it stayed. Yeah. When we were up there. Oh, it didn't melt off. Mm. Oh, no, okay. No, the stuff at camp didn't stick. Yeah. Yeah, it burned off, melted. Well, yeah, we, before we get into the um, you guys is yeah yeah much no, entire just, sheep story yeah yeah. Uh, let's just give a couple of shout outs um to some Good. of the sponsors real quick. Uh, I want to start with local greens actually. Um, oh, Local nice. Greens is um, a company that is doing hydroponics and they are selling their greens and all their all the stuff that they're growing um, right out of double shovel. Uh, we, my, my wife has a subscription. I want to say we get three bags a week. We're really big into Local Greens. We have our own garden, but as you know, as winter comes, that's going to run out. Um, so now's the time to get the subscription and you can get different uh whatever they're growing there's different options of like spicy greens and and you know asia greens and different stuff and i'm sure there's going to be more stuff that's coming down the line um so check them out it's local greens underscore ak on instagram and you can hit them up there you can also check them out at double shovel cider and that's where you can get the subscription uh it's very cheap it's like four dollars a bag or something like that you know between four little around four dollars a bag and we'll get two of those bags, and we eat that every night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we I bought a couple of bags a few weeks back, and my wife put them down in the crisper and forgot about them. She's like, oh, I, I busted out those greens. And I'm like, oh, they got to be slimy. She's like, I can't freaking believe it. It's like six days later. She still made a sandwich with them, dude. Like, well, the, the, cool, uh, the really cool thing is they're, yeah. they're like really cutting that down when you go to pick it up. Yeah, so no, if I your pickup days like Monday, they're like, okay, well, we're gonna cut theirs down mm-hmm. when they get here, mm-hmm. or right close, and have yeah. it ready for you to pick up. It's so like it's always that really day or fresh. The day before, yeah, yeah, it's actually, it actually stays a long, long time. Yeah, I'm like kind of curious how that works. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's harvested that day that you pick it up typically, and then mm-hmm. it should last four weeks. I mean, that's how long it, the lettuce and stuff that is being that's cut why and shipped so up long. here, and the way that they you know fill the back up with air and then tie it tight so it's all fluffy. Mm. It, it keeps that lettuce from touching each other. Um, yeah, so all kinds of different lettuce mixes, spicy lettuce mixes, romaines, kale, arugula, and a bunch of different herbs. And you just go to the their square site, localgreenslaska.com, and you can sign up for the subscription. And, uh, yeah, have fresh greens either every week or biweekly. Yeah, and it's 100% worth it, dude. Once you have it, you're like, what? It's it's kind of that deal where like you have fresh salmon and you're like, or you eat the shrimp out of Prince William Sound and you're like, what have I Something been eating this whole time? Yeah. Like this is way better. So check them out. Um, once again, their Instagram is local greens underscore ak. On uh, moving on to another set of greens, the Treehouse ak. Your one stop dispensary located at three forty one Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions. You can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com. And remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Serrano's Mexican Grill, my personal go-to for authentic Mexican food and acreage. 
It's our own new generation of cocina. Recipes are all inspired by their rich heritage and family know-how. All ingredients are made in-house. There's a new tequila bar, and it is legit. I personally recommend the Mescalita. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights. Follow their food truck location on Instagram and check out their daily specials, which I highly recommend at serranosmexicangrill.com. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling, including burst pipes, overflowing toilets, downed trees, fire, pet accidents, and vandalism. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call at Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Right on. Right Shout on, out to right the on. boys, man. Thanks to Shout the sponsors, to the man. Thanks yep. a bunch for those yep. guys. Definitely thanks to those guys. Make this happen, man. Yeah, Make they definitely did. You know, don't forget AKO Farms, too. They got mm-hmm. their products over there. Um, Heather's Choice, Minigato's Accounting, Lawn Pro. Now's the time to sign up with Lawn Pro for that winter stuff, especially if you got some older parent or someone. Or That's a really cool gift. You know, that's a good idea. To someone, to an auntie or, you know, a, yeah. a friend or someone that got hurt, you know. Just call yeah. up call up uh, Justin over there at, at Lawn Pro AK and just set up the, whenever it snows, you know, three inches or whatever the deal is. Or the, le- the leaves are about to fall. Yeah, they'll I mean, come that, rake it up. That's and, a pain in the ass, man. Yeah, it's worth leaves. it, man. Yeah, get them Some out there, do a final Some of those things, like, up. is it worth your time to do it or just have these guys get it done and you come yeah. home and it's done? Yeah. yeah. A lot a lot to be said for that. Yeah, and I ran into uh, Dustin at the Bait Shack, too, um, today. Our, our, our Coho kids. Rodeo, man. How'd that go? Coho Rodeo went good, man. Yeah, you Coho got to go went... down there for that, man. Yeah. I, I was following on Instagram. It looked like a, a huge success. Um, you saw it in person. Like, Give us a quick. Tons of people, um, tons of sponsors. I went down there with my son and my dad. Um, linked, into, linked into a couple silvers. None were legal there. Um, my son was just killing those pinks that he just loves to like uh, just snatch just, them. Just He's like, there's one, there's one. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So it, it went really good. And uh, we're, we're, I was talking with Dustin today about some, some more live event stuff that maybe we want to get a, get a, be a part of coming this winter, like some ice fishing stuff. You in ice fishing, Chad? I haven't really done much of it. You got to come, man. I heard it's fun. My boy Aaron uh, Wills is like, he seems to be yep. huge. I got a, I got a deal going with him. He's going to come out too. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so much fun, dude. He seems like he always has a blast. I haven't, I haven't done it. It's, it's just like it feels like you're camping. Like it just extends. Yeah. Like I've been going and bringing Jack and his kids and and Brandon and his kids and Brandon's brother. Oh, yeah. and we end up going with like twenty people, dude. Fire, beers, we're cooking out there, hey, catching fish, and I don't care which one. Yeah, so we're we're talking with Dustin about setting up some sort of, uh, you know, ice fishing. You know, jam. I mean, he already has his little jamboree or something. Yeah, we want to do something that's something a little bit more uh, with some money involved, with some sponsors, some sort of competition or something like yeah. that, and and about some other live events. So cool. he's still he's still killing it down there. Ran into him and his wife there at, at the school. Or, or his my son and his daughter are in the same class. This oh, year. cool. That's right. Aquarian. Everybody goes to the same class. Yeah, yeah. So they're in the same class. So I ran into him and yeah, bouncing ideas off of them. Silver's still coming in. Silvers are still coming in. He's still renting the equipment out there. Um, he says he's going to like the end of September. Wow. He 
He says he's going to start doing, because he also does like trout stuff and stuff like that. So he's like, I'm going to have all this equipment and take some people out to do that. And until the, until the ice fishing season starts. They just extended salmon today. Oh, they did? Yeah. On the Kenai and the Russian. Sweet. They extended the season. It's for reds? Mm -hmm. Wow. I think because they're still pouring in. Yeah. The numbers are still pretty good. Seems like everything's getting later and later, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been talking about like. It almost seems like they're going to have to, like, change moose season. Yeah. Yeah. And the caribou, too. Like, now in Unit 13, they're yeah. all still on their summer grounds down low yeah. over there. You can't get yeah. them. Yeah, the 40-mile herd is, like, never there when you think. Like, it's always, like, super late. So, last year, they had to, what, keep it It was open all winter. Yeah. I don't even think mm-hmm. they ever reached their quota. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jeff. Jeff. <coughs> yeah, he went, like, middle of winter. That was his uh, first was caribou. Early yeah. spring, like-ish. Yeah, they yeah. should. I wonder what it takes, like, three years in a row. Where they're like, okay, well maybe we should set this stuff back. The moose is a right though. They need to move that back if it continues to, continues this direction. I'm, we're, like we're up sixty five degrees. Yeah, out. and they're like not hitting rut, you know. Oh. And it's just like, okay, well they're gonna sit in that alder patch, and my whole hunt, I have to go bust through this. And they yeah. should also wait to start school till after moose season. Oh, I agree. <laughs> you know, it should be no, a thing. I mean, yeah. There's so many families and and yeah. that go do that and depend on that meat and. It should be a deal where you can yeah, not have to go to school. Yeah, Kennedy can't go this year because her mom was like, no, she's, you know, we got this plan and that plan, and she got hockey and trips, and it's like, she can't go hunting. And I'm like, you know, I got her on the caribou. I got her on a lot of trips. But I'm like, oh, man, like, I wish it was extended out. Although I do have the any bull tag later, we can go do that. But I don't yeah, know. That'll be a good one. I'm with you guys, man. Like, the last three years in moose camp, there has been so we usually spend average like seven to nine nights full nights Mm -hmm. actually in camp and by like one o'clock two o'clock in the afternoon i'm chilling in my basketball shorts oh totally just airing out you know with some crocs and basketball shorts and a t-shirt and you know just dinking around camp and then you know rolls around four or five o'clock and i get suited and get back up on the hill and look around but it's so fucking hot dude it has been i mean even when it's not hot and sunny it's still like warm so yeah. and I'm, those I'm creeks are low nights. those creeks mm-hmm. are low it's hard to find water sometimes on some of these others we're a little worried about that moose float because oh, that last year that. we went the yeah. river the water was level was good and mm-hmm. it was still like an entire day of like jumping in and out of the pulling. raft pulling yeah. pushing and that's always fun yeah, especially first day on them, just loaded with like eight hundred beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, beers, you yeah. you drink six hundred and fifty beers, and then you then put you a moose and a caribou in it, and then really drag it around. See how that works. <laughs> yeah. Well, you only get out of that first day, but once those other tributaries come in, yeah, it, was a it joke gets flowing. Place. But that first day, dude, that first day is a little rough. <laughs> At least it was. She's got the Yeti one twenty five, just oh, like ninety five percent full of <laughs> double shovels and. And, uh, Actually, the 125 we I put. Um, Fred Meyer sells those ice blocks. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like the block of ice, and we'll put like four of those. Last time we did, the and all the food is in there, and we'll only open it up when it's like yeah, time morning to, and night. Morning and night to eat yeah. that breakfast and eat dinner. Mm. And we threw away four ice blocks. Yeah, at the end mm-hmm. of the trip, dude. That's and a it was, good thing. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And it was, everything was good. Everything like you literally had to pull out what the dinner was to thaw it out. To thaw it out, yeah. like in the morning, yeah. you know. Yeah. So like, all right, what do we want to eat tonight? Let's pull it out on the raft so that it's defrosted by the oh, time yeah. you get to the camp. You can straight up freeze stuff in a yeti. Yeah, like just with ice. Like you oh, can yeah. freeze stuff. Yep. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah. My wife got they're pissed. heavy and yeah. they're bulky as hell and they're expensive, but they will keep ice Absolutely, forever man. as long as you're not in and out of it. 
Yeah, yep. that's yep. the key, man. You in and out. We of froze it. some local greens the other camping trip. My Ooh, wife was pissed. Alexia was not mm. happy. She's about like, you let that. it touch the ice. I was like, it wasn't frozen when I put She's it in like, there. I can't make a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Mom don't got a blender in the motorhome? <laughs> <laughs> no, we landing because the cooler works too good. I know. I was like, wow, that's a bummer. Yeah. We we had some. Uh, we had uh, a Yeti in the back of the truck. Uh, I think year before last. And um, we left a bunch of beers laying in there for like six or seven nights and came back. And there was like four or five of them exploded in there because they froze. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we came back thinking we had like all these beers. And we did good. We had plenty of beer. Yeah. I think we might have had like one or two left over. So those five may not have gotten drink. But it was still kind of devastating. You come back and five of your, no you know, precious right. beers are exploded in the yeah. Cooler made a mess. Have you tried those dehydrated beers yet? No, I see. Yeah, is that really yeah. a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've seen them. No, yeah, it is. They sell like a, is that like, like a, the most hardcore sheep hunter in the it's world? Gotta be, dude. It's like for kill day. It's like right? what do you do after you cut your toothbrush in half? I'm gonna dehydrate a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's it, insane. I've yeah, never it even self-carbonation <laughs> and everything. Yeah. So how does it work? You just add water? Yeah, yeah, you add water, and then there. I think there's a separate like technique Ta to get it to to carbonate quickly. Yeah, I don't know if it's a tablet or what, but it's a powder that you mix. Oh, I just want to try it. Can yeah. we just yeah, that dehydrated. I, I like have uh, to know how that is. I think we could. The dehydrated. We should try shovel. it. Yeah. So, dude's Thank over you. here like putting a scratch in a Nalgene, and this guy's over here dumping his beer in there. Like, yeah, about to have me a cold shot. <laughs> <laughs> This was the first sheep hunt that I didn't sneak in some like uh, some of those little one ounce shots though. Oh, that's a good idea. They do make like the one ounce shot dehydrated as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I know that that was a These huge. These are like the most first world problems I've yeah. ever heard of in my <laughs> totally, life. Totally. Yeah. Like this almost makes me feel bad being an American right now. Uh, that, is, that is insane i never i would have never even thought you could do that yeah i know that at first the um the hard alcohol one was like the mixed drink one was like a problem because people were trying to sneak them on planes and so they were like mm. banned for a period of time <laughs> and that's you know gone away but alkies were taking advantage of it yeah they're just like bringing like 10 of those packs and pouring in the water on the plane and getting hammered. What's a Ziploc bag you got here, sir? Yeah, the plane, the plane doesn't like it when you bring your own booze. No, they don't. No. Oh, you got to spend $20 for a beer. Oh, I don't like it drinking on airplanes, man. Oh, man. It's just oh, I don't? got that altitude. I come like down and I'm just hangover. like, yes, it is a gnarly hangover. Yeah. Oh, speaking about that, we were talking about that LaFonza flight. To Germany. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me and my brother got hammed. Oh, you did. One night was on that, that flight because it's like an 18 hour. Yeah. Was that going to his, his uh, wedding to in, in Greece? Yes. Or yeah. uh, was it Greece? Yeah, in Greece. Yeah. Okay. And we sat in the back. We went way in the back and we're hanging out with the, like the stewardess or whatever. And it's free drinks. It's like whatever you guys want back yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, she, she's like, front, I'm, she's like, I'm going to, yeah. Well, there's like, <clears throat> the plane is huge. Oh, yeah. sections. And, but we were yeah. all the way in the back. And she's like, I'm going to bed, but you guys can have whatever you want here. Yeah. So we're just like, like you know, like just <laughs> yeah. give you the keys to the bar. Yeah, no, it's just right the there. Part. Just like, all right, well, I'll try this one. Yeah. You're getting married. Let's do this. Yeah. You're hurting or what? Because oh, yeah. I'm with Jack. Like, I, I can drink on. Actually, I think I've. I fainted one time and fell right in the aisle. I yeah, got like yeah. hammed and like I stood up and <laughs> went to walk back and I was good. Well, you know how you sit for a long time and drink 
three or yeah. four drinks and then you get up like, start oh, walking man. a little bit and it's like whoa yeah, there it all man. sets in and i was like <laughs> just, yeah just i think i was on my way to arizona on a direct so it was like a red wow. eye man and i just is there any like, medics uh, on the airplane uh, sir, nine. uh sir are you okay i was like oh i'm definitely okay let me get up because I actually fell down and laid down. It was kind of like, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> beats the hell out of sitting down. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Yeah, speaking of altitude, man, we were running around like 7,000 feet this weekend, this last yeah, weekend. Yeah, we uh, right at that. That was kind of like getting me a little bit. Like, I, I mean, not like altitude you'd feel in like Flagstaff or Denver or something. You're definitely aware of it, and yeah. you're not. And to be honest, like, I... I Flagstaff was the first place I was ever at that I, that someone brought that to my attention. Like mm. I didn't even know about it growing up here. Yeah. Like everything that I did in the mountains, skiing, snowboarding, backcountry, whatever is like South, it's like yeah. mm -hmm. 3,000, 3,500 feet. like the most you're at. And I remember being in at snowball and like hiking the pipe and I was playing like men's league basketball men's league flag football like all i was i was in the best shape i've ever been in my life and i was like gassing out yeah. hiking and i was like dude i think i'm getting sick and like one of the local guys is like you know you're at like twelve thousand feet right yeah, now and yeah. i was like what does that mean he's like there's like no oxygen here and i was like <laughs> he's like I thought you're from Alaska. I was like, yeah, dude, we don't, We're I don't, sea level. we don't snowboard Mount McKinley. Like yeah. my <laughs> ski resort is like 400 feet above sea level at the bottom. Like I think it's actually the lowest yeah, altitude ski resort in the world. Yeah. Ali is? Yeah. Alaska is? Really? It's basically yeah. at sea level. I always I mean, love, it is like, just right there. Back in the AK Soul days, we were, we were taking the, we, you take bands. It's happened more than once, but we were taking, uh, this magazine came from Europe to do the story on Brock's band. And uh, we were driving to Girdwood and they're like, just glued to the windows, like in awe. And they're like, oh my God, dude, like how high up are we right now? Like what altitude? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I'd say about 35 feet. <laughs> and the guy's like, fuck man, is that the ocean? I was like, yes, sir. Yeah. He's like, God damn it. He's like, you would never know. These mountains look so massive. I'm like, yeah, but they're not high. Yeah. Yeah. They just start right here at the yeah, ocean. That's right. Yeah. And go straight up. Oh, it was hilarious. No, I mean, I wasn't like gassed out. Um, I, I was just feeling it like my, my breath uh, rhythm was more like deep. Like I had mm -hmm. to suck a little more air to like get the yep. oxygen to the brain and like make sure like those knife line little stints we were walking on. It takes like, like balanced a, out. It takes like a <clears throat> longer period of time where you get, I guess you, it would be like when you get your second breath, your second mm, wind, mm -hmm. it takes that like longer period of time where you're like your heart rate slows down and you figure out that pace you can go at where you're not like, you're not laboring, breathing, like your muscles are tiring before you're like breathing hard. Mm. Yeah. Yes, and you kind of get in accurate. that mode to where you figure out like this is the speed I can go. And it takes a little longer to figure that out at a little more altitude than that's the you nailed it. That's exactly what it was. It was like finding that balance of pushing hard, finding your breath, finding your rhythm, and then being like, man, I I can just keep walking as fast as I want, but the breathing thing needs to get in check. And once I got that in check, I wasn't even like thinking about the walking. I was yep. just doing that. And I was actually focusing on the breathing. Yeah. Because you could 
you know, like one thing was messing me up big time is on our last day when we were packing that ram out, I kept, so I told you I, I went without the sticks, Daniel. We've been like dedicated trekking pole guys. Yeah. So Chad doesn't use trekking poles. And I was like, well, I'm going to try and like not using them because I've like never not used them. So I kind of liked it in certain situations because there was a lot of times where we were four buying and like lean in and putting your hand out. And I just, the sticks are always like dangling and like, I didn't like that. So I went without them, but what I was doing is we would get clipping along and I'd stop for a break and I would like, and I know better. I played football. When you're out of breath, you like stop and put your arms up. Yeah, don't hunch over. And hun- you don't hunch chest, over, yeah. but I was hunching over to take the weight off my shoulders and just off everything for a second to let it like roll forward mm-hmm. and hang. Yeah. And then I would stand up and I would be like, I could feel like that lightheaded. Yeah. Not like the point where I was going to faint or yeah. fall over, but it was just like if I stayed hunched over for an extended period of time, it could become a problem. Oh, totally. With some with some like air circulation or whatever, and I would like do it, and I would know I was like I can only do it for like. 10 seconds of relief and then get up because then I had to like suck that air back in and mm. balance it all back out. But I never really noticed that before because what we've done in the past <clears throat> with the trekking poles is you can like put the trekking poles down and then like lean like on them. Mm-hmm. So instead of like... Like when you're skiing. Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of pinching your stomach and then like your airway, it's like you you just... Like have it in your chest. Yeah. You know, just, like, you're like leaning on it so it doesn't like completely restrict the airflow as much and so that was what i was kind of like missing on on the poles because i took them out the first day but i ditched them after that i was like man i don't really want these poles because we kept side hilling all the time and like needing to reach and grab yeah. rocks and stuff and i was like no nah, i don't want to i don't want to use spider man i mean you know it's just like I don't know trekking poles just vert dude trekking poles are really nice when you're coming down with weight like yeah that, for me yeah. that's like the time they're there for and the rest of the time it's just like there's something about like having to be aware of your balance and not relying on the trekking mm-hmm. pole because there's so many times that like you're side hilling or whatever with the trekking pole it's like oh i got this set this down but you would never have that normally that balance and like that sure-footedness mm-hmm. and so it like gives you this like false sense of security in the mountains so I'm a huge fan of trekking poles. I carry them, but I only use them like usually only with weight mm-hmm. and, and down. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt discombobulated when we went up that morning the and I didn't ridge. have the yeah. poles because I become so adapted to having like those three points of contact all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I don't want to put too much pressure on my knee. Yeah, you have well, an injury. That's a different deal. So yeah. to me, it's just like it actually puts weight off my knee. Yeah. You know, and especially when I'm, especially when I'm going down, you know, but yeah. I've become really relying on that. And I'll, I'll even like, sh- if I'm going to side hill up, I'll like shorten the inside mountain yeah, one yeah. and then lengthen mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. ones. So I could be like, and definitely down the same way. And those things can hold some amazing like weight. Like I've had times where I'm just like, oh, you know, 200 pounds on there. And it's just like, or you wedge them in a rock and they like, you can hear them kind of like, Oh, but then the they worst. don't snap, but they like, they're like, oh man, it didn't break. Thank God. But it, it does that a hundred times. Off, dude, when I do that and it's stuck and you just want to oh, yeah. <clears throat> get this yeah, thing out of there, dude. Yeah. Like, stupid thing. Well, one of the things I was noticing that I, I really never paid attention to before, but I was actually exerting, maybe, maybe not, but I was thinking I was exerting a lot of energy, pulling the goddamn things out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I'm like, it's like one thing if you're like, 
you're just like picking, 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 picking. When it's like digging in, and you're just like, yeah, you're actually like exerting energy, to like to pull, pull the damn things out and then stick them in, and then like, because I'm thinking like you spread the energy through like uppers, lowers instead of just like all legs. Well, I decided to go a full day without the sticks, and I was kind of like to Jack's point, like I found my balance and my legs, and then my hands were like more free, and then I was kind of like. Then I was watching Chad, and he kept, like, grabbing his pack and, like, kind of, like, holding it like this. That's what Jack was doing. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, that actually, like, pulls some relief. And, like, it, I don't it, know. Like, center balances you at that time. Yeah, I was what, doing what, that what too. do you find, Chad? Because, like, I felt, like, some weird relief. I, I, I do it. That. Like, I do it because I snowboard like that. Oh. Like, a lot of people have, like, their arms out. Like, Nate snowboards with his arms out like i can i can pick him out on the mountain if he wore someone else's outfit <laughs> just by his stance his and stance, his style yeah. and i am like hands in yeah like i find my balance like in here yeah better than my arms out like i'm not i don't like to use my upper body to mm. balance so that's why i'm holding my straps it's not so much that i'm relieving because yeah the way i run my backpack like my shoulder straps are pretty loose anyway yeah like your bag is weights, way loose all on the you. weights on my yeah hip, on your hips on the hips yep mm -hmm. and so like i just use that to like kind of get rid of some of that looseness and then my arms are in and then i have more balance that way yep. and, and my thing is like i'm like you like i don't like that false sense of security yeah. that, like this thing's gonna save me because when it doesn't that oh. fall is gonna be like Oh yeah, accentuated Gnarly. yeah like more than it would have been had i not been like reaching way out with a pole yeah and yeah so, but but when we were going down and my feet were just yeah ankles were hurting i was wishing i had pulled yeah. Yeah. yeah so i know a lot of dudes swear by them and i told what i told you man is like yeah i cannot handle that damn tink tink yeah. oh tink. that was it because to me i've seen like you can start a rock slide and sheep will like look at it they don't care yeah but that is a that's a human sound yeah it's a mm. different sound yeah and mm -hmm. i ha i just know they have to key into it yeah and so mm. it like so i go back and forth with them but i did try them once and i yeah, i felt like i felt like it was too much where i like i'm gonna rely on this and mm -hmm. it's gonna come out bad for me yeah so the pair that i use is um has like the rubber thinner smaller stopper so it doesn't make the metal pair the sound and oh, it so doesn't points like it, do, it doesn't have metal so yeah okay. and it's shorter and a little fatter so it doesn't stick in the ground like you're talking oh, about it's more like a little foot instead of a point yeah it's a little point but like if you stick it in the ground it's not going to hold itself up mm. so you don't have the problem brandon like with it pulling it out and you don't have the tink thing but they're like the ultra light ones they don't have like the adjustable sides it has um like a tension strap that you can it's like uh, a cord you're pulling against and then it locks in place. And if you want it shorter, like what Daniel's talking about, you can just undo the tension and it'll still hold its form. Okay. So you can have the shorter one and the upper one. But they weigh like half of Jack, the clip take a look ones. Up here. What are we looking at? If you go to Black Diamond, you can see both mine and uh, Daniel's because they're both Black Diamond. Okay. I have the Black Diamonds too. So yeah, yeah. So mine are <clears throat> that point down there, which is just digs in and like, which is good and bad. You know, it's really good if you want them to stand up right on their own. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to dry out your stuff. Yeah. Like mine, mine won't stand up on their own. But what's really good about my pair is like for like someone like you, Chad, that 
like isn't going to use them during the day because that's typically my style. Mm -hmm. I used them probably half the time this time, which is more than I would normally have. Um, they don't weigh anything. So they don't weigh anything. And you deal. put they're them half. on your backpacks. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be great for like loaded and going downhill yeah. for sure. I was trying to find like a good image of them. Like what? I got to go to their page. I guess so. Yeah. Well, another thing too, Chad, I was like, when you said you're like, ah, I can't stand the sound of them. And I was like, I'm completely numb because, you know, I, I've been out with Daniel and Cisco. Scott came with us last year. We're all trucking pulled up and we're just like forever, you know. And then, like, I got up there with Chad and I'm like. I thought about it when I made the comment because I was like, we literally like barely know each other and we're on this trip and I just like totally just shit on his trekking like, poles and now he's like going to be super mm, conscious about like, I was, dude. damn it, tink. I was. Ah. I was like, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I was like, you should Well, I, and I went through my day with them and then I was like, we got to the top and I'm like, I kind of feel like this is where we need to be extra quiet. So then I packed them up for the whole day. Yeah. And then I'm like, forgot about them i just forgot about them you yeah. know i was like i don't even need these right now but then like coming down with a bunch of weight when we got down we ended up getting out like and i'm kind of jumping all over like right before dark it fogged in we kind of lost track of our tent and so we were like doing a lot of extra hiking around and some shit that we didn't want to be doing because we're already clapped out and at that time, though, I wish I would have come down with my pulls because I was so exhausted. Oh, yeah. My mm -hmm. knees and ankles, dude, my ankles were just like rubber bands, dude. Yeah. They were just trying to roll. Thank God those Krispies kept my ankles, like, supported. Cause it was just like, gunk, gunk, gunk. Like, hyperextended knees are trying to go. I'm like, man, it's time to find the tent, dude, because these... You get sloppy. Got, oh, I mean, I, I, I was getting sloppy, and I got it under control, but then I lost control. I could not stop the sloppiness. So I was like, I'm so tired now. That, that even mentally willing yourself through not doing that, you're just like want to get back so bad that you just, you know, you forget. Like, it's just, ah, yeah. <laughs> but that's where the pulls come in handy, though. They can kind of like help you catch some of those slip ups and, yeah. and prevent an injury, you know. So yeah. they have their place. And, um, now they kind of make an annoying sound, Chad. You're not lying. Well, they, they have the little caps <laughs> and the little rubber things yeah. you can put on them. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I <clears throat> never even thought about that. I, I always figured, though, that that kind of shit wouldn't hold up. Like like the tip. Or break off or something. Yeah, or fall off or, like, whatever. I mean, I don't know. But give it a shot. I, I think they have their place for coming down with weight, crossing a lot of water crossings. Water crossings, I think, are critical. Yeah, I think that's where you really need poles when you're crossing something. You need to like poke and make sure there's like, you know, is that three feet of water or six inches of water? What is that? Or like, glaciated streams. Yeah, something that's real milky or or, or silty or something. Or something that jump, jump a little bit. And just, yeah, just pole vaulted exactly. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. definitely and then, do that. And they're not that bad to carry. I mean, I carried mine for the most part, and I don't know. I'm, I've become very know. adapted to them. I mean, they helped me tremendously. Well, you got the knee thing with, with and the like knee. If any yeah, kind of like yeah. ankle injury or knee injury or mm -hmm. yeah, that's overweight. the thing about it, man. It's it's whatever. Like everyone's feet are different. Everyone's body types different. Everyone's like one backpack's backpack's gonna fit someone better than another backpack. Like it's nothing's like no one can tell anyone exactly what to use. And if it works better for you, and and like I told him, like there was times where I was like. 
I was like, Brandon, like you got to speak up because I have like a super bad habit of being real greedy with altitude. Like once I gain altitude, I don't like to give it back. So yeah. like, I will side hill and and contour the mountain rather than like going down to go back up. Like yep. I do not like to go down to go back up. And it's some sometimes it's great and sometimes it's a bad habit. And sometimes with partners, like with Nate, like we... I mean, we've known each other for 30 years, so, like, we barely even have to speak when we're hunting. And I know what he's comfortable with and what and he knows what I'm comfortable with. But when you have, like, new people, I don't, like, I was, like, safety is first. So, like, if poles is what you need to be the most secure on the mountain, then that's exactly what you should use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who cares what sound it makes? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you can't. Someone gets hurt, it's over for both of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, every I, I, step has to be deliberate. That's what I preach. Like every man, step that has rang, to be that rang so home when you mentioned that because we spent like our first day rained out in the tent, laying in the tent. Like, we, got, we got up at seven o'clock in the morning, six thirty in the morning, and it was like, oh, okay, <sighs> okay. We stepped out, took a piss, got back in. It was like looking at the forecast on the inReach, it was like. Damn, we can get out of here till like maybe seven o'clock tonight. So, all right, well, let's hang out and you know enjoy some herbs and hang out and get to know each other. So that's what we did, man. We just sat there and bullshit, and it was <clears throat> it was really cool because like how often do you get an opportunity to like do that? And and we didn't know like like backtrack real quick if we want to talk about our hunt. You know, long story short, on the beginning end, my sheep hunt blew up, Chad's sheep hunt blew up. Chad reaches out to Daniel. He's like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, I'm on the road going sheep hunting. Chad, I think, is like called dude number three, like to try or I think, right? Or well, maybe I was just like, yeah. My, running down my the hunt, list. My like, hunt blew up. And I'm just like, reach out. He's like, you should call my boy Brandon. And I was like, what happened? He's like, his hunt blew up. I was like, send me his number. <laughs> just he like was, that. I called him and he was like, I'm in. I was like. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> My wife will be super happy that I'm not mine going alone. too. Mine too. I was yeah, like, well, right. yours will be, yours will be stressed out about you going solo. Mine too. And she knows who you are. She knows your wife. So I was like a good little connect. Well then, you know, he picks me up. We had a great like Monday afternoon. He picked me up kind of mid afternoon. He already had everything packed. All he had to do is pick me up and we rolled and we talked the whole way out. And then, uh, you know, we had a, awesome ride in and then we get in and we're like gonna go hunt and then we're like no you're not gonna hunt you're gonna sit in the tent all and that's day opening long. day opening day yeah we, i mean yeah. we couldn't see anything. it was just fog yeah fog like, the rain was whatever but you could was, deal with that yeah couldn't glass anything yeah. so it was like well, yeah we're pinned in yeah so we just bullshit and it was like the perfect like segue into like this is what I do. This is what I do. Share a story. Talk about your hunting buddies. It was like, D -d 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 -d. and so we just bullshitted for days on end. And it was like, ah, oh, cool. Like, I think he got a good feel for me. I got a good feel for him. And then like, he's like, these are some of my isms. I'm like, these are some of my isms. And I was like, all right, cool. And like, my boy does this. Well, my boy does that. And I was like, oh, well, this is kind of <laughs> like really similar. And, uh, of course he has a shit ton of experience in the mountains, um, over the last decade and, and hunting sheep and, the wrangles and and i'm kind of i think we're like what if you're five into really mountain hunting six five six something five like six you know and feeling good about experience but it's always cool to go with somebody new that has done some different things use some different well the equipment. thing is is we learn on our own 
we never went with anyone more experienced than us. Right. Yeah. We never <clears> had so like we just one learned, person. Like, yeah. No one ever told us anything about anything. We just figured it out. Yeah. yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. Google some YouTube, following some hunters on TV. That only gets you so far until you actually put boots on the mountain, dude. Yeah. Until yeah. you actually pack a pack and try a sleeping bag and try dehydrated meals and tarps and air pads. And we were talking about air pads. Like, as soon as he, we got in the tent, he rolled out his air pad. I was like, we had the same exact meal nice. or the, uh, the thermarest. Uh, is it the Neo Air? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, I think Jack's I in the market like, for that Neo Air. I was yeah. like, yes. I was like, fucking Dude, Cause I knew, Because I knew, I knew he yeah. had the shit. He had the legit gear. He like, Everything he had was good gear, and I feel like I do too, but we rolled that out. I was like, all right, all right, all right. Well, we got, we got this, some Come. of the same shit, so like, obviously it works. And he's like, yeah, I've had this thing for like six or seven years. I'm like, me too. All right, cool, man. So it just started adding up. And so before we actually really legitimately put a pack on and boots and hit the mountain. We had a full day to like kick it, get to know each other, talk, family, yeah. friends, um, you know, relationships, history, hunting stories. It was like badass to just get to like kind of bond with some brand, kind of brand new dude. We brand only new. hung out a couple yeah. times. Brand new. And, uh, and Chad's like cool as shit. He's got a cool history. He's got tons of connections. He's like a really cool, like hip dude and i'm kind of like getting out of my circle a little more over the last few years and getting to know more new people i've talked to you guys about that a lot it's been awesome you know expanding your network out and getting to know yeah. more people and uh anyway man so we hit the mountain man it was like really comfortable it was like yeah. i felt like this dude's looking out for me i'm looking out for him we both want to get home to our families we both really want to get some sheep or like see some sheep or just get after it and so um, man, it was badass. Like our start couldn't have been any better. I thought the way that well, that went down. Yeah, because I mean, we like we realized that like I think we have a lot of the same like ideologies about like life in general, but also just like in the outdoor space. Mm. Like I think like well said. The importance was on both of us is like just being there, and like mm. the journey is the destination versus like the sheep. Yep. and the kill and all that like i think we both realized and and i could tell like right out of the gate which is the it's the most important trait that you're gonna find in someone that you can get along with on a hunt and that is like positive attitude mm. like pma 100 yep. percent positive mental attitude is the most important i don't care how billy badass you are how strong you are that you wind mount marathon every year like none of that matters when you get out there because like everything that can go wrong is probably going to go wrong there's going to be some miserable weather there's going to be something that makes it uncomfortable and people that are just positive it just like it just takes all that away yeah that's and you're right. just like yeah. we're good and then and then knowing that like you're going to be like, if we come out of here and we don't get anything, like, you're going to be like still just as stoked oh, yeah, for sure. about the trip. And yep. that's like an important yep. thing to me because that's like what the mountains are about. Like it's completely my church, hundred mm, percent. Mm -hmm. Like that's where like you can't, I can't get any closer to whatever celestial being you want to choose for. <laughs> that's right. Wherever your upbringing is like, that's, it for me yeah yeah you really find yourself out there you know 
with your with a with a partner with multiple partners, but you have moments where you're you're kind of out there and you know you're in the element, and you know those mountains don't care about you. They don't care about you. The weather doesn't care about you. None of that stuff cares about you. But if you understand that and you're comfortable in that and you just relish that like raw feeling of what all that is, that that fresh air and those high mountains and that bad weather and being with a positive person that's like, you know, reinforcing we're going to be good or we're going to see something or, you know, and it's just like, man, it's a, it's such a, a a mental place that you can never be in your normal grind of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just is like a. Well, cause like your everyday life is like, it's like, there's so much of it. That's just like, it's not really real. It's like facades and like, you know, relationships and networking and all that. Like it's super important and it's how I've gotten anywhere in my life. Cause like, when you don't have a ton of talent, like you got to rely on networking. So, but that being said, like, I don't know about the there's, talent there's so chat. much bullshit in like everything. And just like, er, like no one's being a hundred percent real with you all the time out there. The mountains, like they don't <laughs> lie. They tell you the truth. They let you know exactly who you are and how small you are That's and right. how like minimal you are in this existence. You are like nothing but a speck of like dust. Yeah. You're just an organism out there like any other caterpillar bug. And sometimes you need, sometimes you you need, sometimes they'll like give you everything that you need. And they'll also like just punch you in the throat when you need it. Yep. If you're acting out, they'll be like, yeah. Yeah. And you'll find like true colors of people come out. Oh yeah, when you're out in the woods too. Oh yeah, like well, uh, that positive <clears throat> mental attitude is mm-hmm. highly important. Yeah, and it's not an easy thing to maintain. Like my air pads leaking, my boots wet, my yeah. foot's blistered, um, my scope's fogged, um, my dehydrated meal that I brought sucked. I thought it was gonna be really good. Um, didn't fully rehydrate. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, there's these things that like can build up to just like wow nothing is going right today or nothing's going right for this hour and it's like that can turn you into what we talk about like uh like the snickers commercial like oh, hey, yeah. man, are you hungry bro yeah. like <laughs> turn into that diva real, quick. real quick dude like it Old doesn't Betty. take long exactly man yeah. you can just like start showing your ass and then your homie's like yo dude man like yeah Y'all good over there? It's like, yeah, I am. I'm good. Sorry. I lost it there for a second. <laughs> Next step. Let's keep going. Next yeah. step. Let's get make let's make it right. Yeah, over there. man. But you you said that I like that. You said that every step was deliberate, man. That was it has to be because a, ro- a rolled ankle dude, ends, ends, the ends whole everything, man. Well, right. let me speak on that a little bit because we, we, we talked about this on our trip. Yeah. And in the end, we we did this push out that's a little more than i like to do in a day Mm -hmm. and i and i was telling jack i was like i'll be able to do it like i'll get in my head like i'm gonna do this and then he's like asking me this stuff and and ask and like some people like to talk in order to like get by it and and i'm like and i had to tell jack i was like i need to really like focus and think about when every step i'm doing because i'm already past the point of where i like to stop and so i need to focus on every single step, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Get in the I'm, zone. Yes. And if I'm thinking about a question or something else, 
like then I'm not focusing on every single step. Yeah, so you're like, okay, stop talking to me. <laughs> what I'm trying to say here. Like, don't talk to me no more. Just leave yeah, me yeah. in my silence yeah. and my misery. No, but I let him because that's what he needed. Yeah, you needed to be but, able to talk to get through that that area. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you needed to talk to for your own yeah. your own mindset. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I knew that. You know what I'm saying? So I would still respond, but in my own head I was just like, I need to focus on what I'm doing here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so I don't like want in to in and so. out of the conversation, like yeah, and I kind of felt bad, and I think I apologized too. You, no, yeah, you <clears> mentioned <throat> at the end, but you were good. Like I understood it, and I was okay with you not responding. So I'm like you, like I like being in my own head. But what we were coming down was a trail that we'll probably post pictures on that looks like flat top, like it looks like a hiking trail. Oh, but this like is game in, trail. In, this that is the, the game trail for this whole area, and it goes down this creek it goes over a pass which i was cool with but then as soon as we hit the like head high willows like we have Mm. to talk and there's a creek running down there and Mm. it is wide and Mm. the one thing i don't want to do on a trip like that is surprise a like a bear and and it was like i don't want to talk either i want to be in my own head i want to do my own thing and have that mindfulness but part of being mindful in my scenario was like okay well i'm gonna talk if daniel wants to reply he can but I'm going to talk loud and I'm going to talk often Just keep talking. through this stretch. And so we, we ended up having to do four miles through basically like the, the mega highway through this tiny creek, creek bottom that was probably 50 yards wide. This head high brush. Yeah. Mm. The whole way. And the trail literally looks like the sunny side of flat top. Like it is from the top. I was Just like, there's down. a four wheeler trailer trail down there. And then when we hit it, it wasn't a four wheel trail. It was all game. It was, it was yeah. the mega highway. And you see every track. Yeah. Oh, you okay. just don't know. You can turn this corner and who knows what else yeah. is on this trail coming towards you. And then the creeks like rolling, the right? Like so it's like you have funneled. to be loud all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you're basically like the start of every story in Alaska Bear Tales. Totally. So there I was. <laughs> yeah. In head high grass. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Being totally quiet. And then I got attacked by bears. So yeah. you're like, I nope, spooked us out. Yeah. yeah. But you did, you, you. you did apologize and, uh, but you should, you didn't have to, because I was going to talk no matter what, that was my thing. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. but it was funny. I was asking you questions like, what's your favorite beer? I know what every one of your favorite beers are. And yeah. the answers weren't even your normal favorite beer. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what did I say? Thing. I said like Bud Light or something <laughs> weird. I was just like, get, you don't said, ask me. You said Guinness. You're <laughs> like, I said Guinness. Guinness. So I was like, I've never seen Dale with a Guinness. I know Dale forever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's your favorite cider? Yeah. You're like, fuck you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't we didn't get jumped by one of those guys. And we and right That's in that good, area man. we saw a sal and two cubs uh, a few days earlier. So but Yeah, it goes back to that. Like when you're really tired and you're sloppy and you know mm-hmm. that you're sloppy, yeah. that's when you need to be even more mindful yeah. of yeah. Really step. Really focused. Really you know? focused, yeah. Fatigue, man, that's where all your injuries happen almost. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No one gets hurt in the middle of the day. It's the end of the day. That's right. Yeah. It we, is. It is. It is. Like, going back to the trekking poles. Like, I was wishing I had them when we were coming down that. Because you do get yeah. sloppy and you, like, you have one slip and you got to, like, take a couple non-deliberate steps. And every time that happens, I'm, like, mad at myself. Yeah. I'm yeah. You, like, you kind of, like, get you pissed. You can't stumble, dude. Like, yeah. you can't. You got way too much weight on your back. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just waiting to 
injure yourself because that's all it takes. One little, like there's your back, there's your knee, there's your ankle. And the upside of that first day is like I I thought we're good on getting hydrated. So I was drinking lots of water, drink coffee. You know, we were just kind of like drinking water all day or sipping on, you know, scratches and we're mixing stuff and drinking stuff and we get up there man and like in classic fashion what does brandon always fucking do in day one he cramps up right quad vertical muscle whatever that thing is right here just goes full seas and i'm like i don't I, chad keeps being like the vocal hey man if you got anything let me know let me know let me know and i'm like ah, this goddamn cramp came you know i'm like ah, i'm gonna just kind of like so he caught me like sitting on a rock real quick doing a quick massage out of it and then he's like you good and i'm like yeah i'm good i'm good I was like, I just got a little cramp going on. And he busts out these like salt tablets. And I'm, he's got, first off, okay, so he's a Kafaru guy. Kafaru? Kafaru? Kafaru. Kafaru. Yeah. And he's got a pack very similar to uh, Jake's, mm-hmm. um, where they got the modular middle with the flaps on the side, and his pack is dope. But he's got the side pouches. Like, Kafaru's got all the accessory oh, bags yeah. to add to everything to make him badass. So he's got this little side pouch, and I'm like, He's got this like little tiny fanny pack thing that's like dope. And he's got all of his goodies in there. All of his salt tablets, snacks, mixes for his water. And I'm like, bing, like took that one straight to the dome. Like that one ain't leaving me. Like I'm going to have that little kit. I don't care if it's a Ziploc bag or something somewhere. So he busts out these salt tablets. He's like, yo, eat these every 15 to 30 minutes. And I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, man. So I start pounding them, you know, three, three sets in 45 minutes later cramps gone yeah. i'm like bam so it was really cool like man i was learning something new like every like couple hours of the day is like some little tidbit and uh that i'll never never go without those salt tablets dude what like, are they electrolyte tablets basically like yeah. noon yeah. or what are you what do you do no not the, the none is that what it is, is yeah this, call n- it noon? N- n- i call it noon but none noon whatever. no not those like these are just tabs that you just eat okay and then like they're they're like salt, but they have like they can get like watermelon flavor, strawberry right, right, flavor, right, right. whatever. And REI has them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're money just for like I, I try to do like I do those noons or nuns yeah, or whatever yeah. they're called. I do those, and I do actually the uh, Costco the liquid IVs. Yeah, I love liquid. IVs. Pretty right good. You two boys will come up with dude, the jackhead every mm-hmm. little. I don't know if there's. Oh yeah, that's no, probably that's, the best like to mix with your drink because those nuns like fizz up. Right, and right. They kind of make my drink taste weird. Yep. And the liquid IVs don't. So I really yep. like those to like put in my water bag. Right. But then I don't, sometimes when right you here, need Chad. a little extra boost. Yeah, so those. Salt like sticks. to the tea. So fast juice. So the thing with the um, the liquid IV is it has the sugar. Yeah. And that sugar transmits that. It helps you rehydrate like way faster than yeah. the noon. It's like the, the carrier. The noon is really good for like being preemptive on your hydration, yeah, I think. not me ever yeah what what other supplements do you use when you're up there um not so much supplements that's a, probably the only supplement that i take well Although you have the peanut butter packs and you had like oh, a little i do those the goo packs yeah. and like all that stuff i've heard of that but i was never really into well, no, it like what i normally have i didn't have we talked about this oh, all we did. weekend dude what about the jelly my boy beans Aaron oh screwed me over Daniel, covid Daniel, screwed me again right <laughs> Aaron was like he was like, dude, I ordered a case of those like energy jelly bellies that you love. Oh, yeah. He's like, so don't buy any. 
So I didn't. And then he's the one that couldn't go on the hunt. Oh. So I didn't have any on this hunt. And like, I crushed those like all day. Those sport beans or whatever yeah, yeah, they're called. Yeah, yeah. Like I use those a lot. Yeah, just yeah, Cause yeah. they're like candy. They make you feel good. And they yeah. got like some energy in them. They have caffeine too. Yeah. 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 They have like the caffeine. Sport beans. Yeah. Yeah, those. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, you see all this stuff when you go to REI or something or Barney's and you're like, I don't know, dude. Like, this is like dick pill shit or what do we got going on here? <laughs> the thing that. And then you see this guy using it and this guy using it. And I was like, I've never. I was like, let me try see, it. I don't know. It's whatever small oh. and can give you that like 100 calories at a yeah. time that you can eat. And it doesn't like. My problem is like when you're working that hard, it's hard to eat. Yeah. You don't want like a meal or because anything. Because it's hard right? to be full and like. Yeah. Just be that stressed of yeah. like Yeah, I can only eat like half a bar when we're going yeah, hard. Like I just have like a bite or two. That's why know? I've like, gone to those peanut butter and almond butter, like the Justin's so almond good. butter packs yep. or yeah. and then now just suck um, them down whatever and ones go. I had this time. The, there's yeah. a the the black one that, that has like cashew, almond, macadamia nut. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of the name. Fat of it. Like fat bomb. Maybe. That's a good thing too, but they don't carry it anywhere. You got to order it. Yeah, this They're one called I fat order. bombs. They're black. Mm, Those that. things are money. Yeah, mm, the, fat bombs. The one thing that I bring that isn't on this, and you can't buy it or it, is that athletic greens, dude. That shit comes. Oh yeah, the, I love the that. mixes. Yeah, the like pouches. Yeah, so you mix in your yeah. water then, or oh yeah, yeah, okay. just in the morning and crush it. Yeah. Oh. And I I drink one of those every day anyway, but on the hunt, dude, I could just feel the difference the days that I forgot it. And Daniel's just sitting over there laughing at me. When no, I'm like, I got my greens. No, I mean, that, yeah, athletic, athletic greens is an amazing brand yeah. and like so good for your gut health. Too. Yeah, totally mm, good for gut like, health. Keep things going. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. Which is important for me because I'm dropping those pills in my water. Like we, Daniel brought the sterile pen, but I usually don't use the sterile pen. I usually use the pills, which kills all your good gut. I have mm. a sterile pen and I've never used it. I never used it till I bought it this time because I was, I didn't know the area we're going in. Normally the Brooks Rains were just drinking that water. It's in my kit. I just have never, and I've drank We used it and it's mm-hmm. very efficient. I mean, we didn't get sick. Was it nasty? No, that thing is amazing, dude. Like the Steri- iodine pill? No, no, no. Oh, the Steri- the pen, oh the light. yeah. UV light. Oh. Yeah. I s- so I went and bought that thing. I've been wanting it just for like river stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just to have it. And, you know, you were doing the pills, and I don't like that flavor of the pill. I haven't had a drink of well, yet, but I mean, like, those are like meant for like super nasty water. Yeah. 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 Super like nasty. Right and here, I heard you, you, you shouldn't really be drinking that a lot those pills like yeah, i not just read something that's not, not, not really good, yeah, for good for you so i was like well let me try that stereo pen i got that green one there the ultra this one here no to that's the left what I have. the little yep. small the smallest one they have all the way there that is the catadin yep that's what i have and, and it's just like 16 ounces at a time yep it worked awesome it yep. i didn't i charged it the f- before i left and it did the whole time it did i don't know multiple i mean i never seen anyone drink more water than jack I mean, this guy drinks like gallons of water smart. a day. That's smart. And I'm yeah, like, I can't drink any more water. I'm just like, uh, we're yeah, going to climb over this saddle. Daniel like filled up his little Nalgene. I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to fill up both my Nalgene's. And then can I fill up your three liter thing? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to carry it. I was like, of course. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not <laughs> drinking all that. There. I'm <laughs> drinking <laughs> all this water and for sure. I run a three liter and I crush a three liter a day. Yeah. For oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I need to drink more water. Yeah, but that steri pen works legit, dude. It's the only way you're gonna drink more though is if you put it in. You gotta have the hose. So I or bought that Stone Glacier little water bottle holster, and that thing is money. It uh, holds. It, you could put it on your Kafaro, but it just sits right there at the perfect spot where it doesn't fuck with your belt. But I could pull it out while I'm walking, chug it, and put it right back. Yeah, that works. Mm. Like you got it, but it has to be like. I like the hose. I like I the yeah, platypus. I do the hose. I do the hose. And I know that's, you know, two or three liters in there, and I'm going to be good all the mm-hmm. way up and over. I feel it. Although the other day, man, dude. I didn't feel you it. Missed I, the I think I failed you, dude. I filled I, it I, halfway because he was kind of doing that. And I was like, oh, I'll try that. We are having water super high. And then I just forgot to get the water up high. Yeah. yeah. And then when we were packing out, like as soon as we started to go up, loaded up with the sheep. Like I went to suck on mine. And you just like, know what it's done. And I just thought, I was like, oh, it's just like I have my pack too cinched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's not. It's cut off. Yeah, it's cut off. Yeah. And then we got back to camp and I pulled it out and it was bone. And oh. I was like, nope, that was me. I was <laughs> like, oh, dude, I didn't. He's like, you didn't feel it all the way. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I was you like, were like, I water up high. And I was like, uh, all right, all right. And then I was like, ah, I failed you, man. I could have like reminded you to get your water because there was like. There was water up there. It was kind of like pooled up on top, and it was more like melted snow. Sure. It's like trickles. You could have yeah. drank it. It wasn't going to make you sick, I don't think. No. But, uh, Absolutely. But I, you know, again, we're like certain things we've done because we've where we've gone with water situations. Like, I just fill that three liter and like, you know, suck it, fucking drop, walking up, and it sucks, man. It sucks because it's heavy. Like that pack, like you can feel the difference when you suck two liters out of it and then throw your pack on. It's like, oh, hey. Well, yeah, on the way like up, Jack, had, I was like, if you're going to carry it, he's like, I feel way heavier with this water. I was yeah, like, yeah, you just put man. three liters on your back. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's the weight of it? It was like six pounds. It, yeah, that would have been six pounds. Plus, I added the tent. So it was yeah. 11 pounds. Mm. Yeah, you did. 11 pounds more than the Jack previous. Was like, I got this. Yeah, it was no problem. It just took a little yeah. bit to get used to that extra weight there. And I thought you had like some dialed, uh, Chad. I thought you had some dialed, like, you know, you knew how many sips you could get out of that liters of water no. that no. helped. This guy clicker. So he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm not filling up. I don't want to carry all yeah, that. He up. was, and I was, he like, was, all right. was thinking I'm like super organized and I'm not. And he found out day two <laughs> exactly how unorganized I am when he's like, he's like, dude, I think it's rad that you're bow hunting. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I guess we should just be fully candid now. Huh? I was like, I'm bow hunting. Cause I left my ammo in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm 100% bow hunting. Like, I don't even have to think about the choice. Like that gun is worthless. I was like, why? He's got oh, no. this, dude. He's got this badass <coughs> 300 wind mag, dude. Custom, like custom ish, five, 600 yard. You know, he shoots this thing like crazy. He's telling me all the way up. And I'm like, oh, man, he's a badass shooter. I'm like, cool. He's got the bow. I'm like, well, fuck. Hopefully I'll just carry his rifle and he'll carry his bow. And then I can leave my old, you know, 14 pound rifle in the truck. And so I like slipped it in the, in the boot and, we rally in there and he just grabs his bow and I'm like, oh man, this, this fucking dude's badass. Like he's just going to bow hunt for a sheep. I'm like, cool. We're going to be getting up close and personal then. That'll be fun. And so the whole time I'm just like, man, kind of at awe. Like, oh man, this, this dude's got his Carfaro pack and he's got this fancy like bow holder and the way he's got it strapped on all pimp. And he comes down and he's like, yeah, full disclosure, bro. I forgot my ammo. I was like, <laughs> oh, 
That's why your aunt, that's why your gun never came out. Sometimes you need that to happen though to bring the bow out. Like you just oh, like man, leave it dude. like at the wheeler. I do it at Moose Camp all the time, dude. It's just like I like force the issue down a little yet. bit. Yeah. yeah. And you just well, like yeah. need it. Yeah, and I'm not like I love the bow. I like I love shooting a bow and I do like everything about it. But I'm not that guy who's like Bow oh, only. you're if you shoot right, like I'm not like bow like, knows I'm, only bow. Yeah, I'm just I'm just <laughs> yeah. a hunter, and I'm gonna do whatever is. I, I want to get something with a bow. I really do. Yeah, and I love shooting it. But honestly, I bought it because ammo's through the roof, and I can't shoot as much as I want. And I can shoot that bow at my house. Yeah, totally. Like, there's yeah. probably it's therapeutic. Dude. That think I'm weird, mm-hmm. but and you practice I a lot. I mean, you, yeah. you said you put a lot of hours in. I was shooting every day all summer. Yeah. Just at my house, like you know, twenty yards. But yeah. and I would go to Kincaid and do some stuff. Oh, and then Kincaid's fun. I went out there and did like a little competition, which was super eye opening to <laughs> how good you're not. Really. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And I also realized that like you shoot in a competition like three hundred arrows in a day, and I was like, I was with this guy. Like we got put into groups, and this. Me and this other kid were like, he had just moved here. He's like military guy. He just literally got here this week and saw like the flyer. So he showed yeah. up. He's like, I've never done this before. I was like, I've never done this before. I was like, they'll probably put us together with someone who knows what they're doing. And they did. And it's this guy who's like, yeah, I'm the like national. He's like, I'm a nationally ranked shooter in like master's division. He's older. Great dude. Was giving us all kinds of insight. And he's like, he's got like a six by multiplier on his site and yeah. he's like they shoot they shoot big arrows because it's what your arrow is touching if your arrow is touching the ring you get that point yeah oh like it doesn't have to be inside the ring so they all shoot like big like huge yeah. like cover, 10 cover millimeter area. arrow shafts they're like huge I hit all it's the like rings. a cigar like <laughs> hunting, hunting yeah, arrows yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and like by halfway through like i'm like i don't even want to pull my bow back totally. anymore and that guy's like, what are you pulling? I was like, 82 pounds. And he's like, I was like, what are you pulling? Is that competitive guy? He's like, 50? Yeah, I was like, oh. oh, yeah. I was like, what's your let off? He's like, it's like 89%. I was like, oh, well, that would make a difference. Yeah. Totally. You're just like by the 200th there. You're like, like, yeah. like, seriously, it was like hurting. To pull back. Yeah. I was like, oh, good move getting the 80 pound bow. Oh. Uh, you know, to your credit though, man, like, so day one, we're rained out. We get up at 730. Uh, we get out of the tent at 730 that night. There's two young, what look pretty, pretty clear to us. They're, they're not legal rams, but they're still just up in our headwater valley and we're like oh cool good sign right next morning they're in the same spot we don't want to blow them out so we like traversed the side of this like lower foothill of this glacier moraine and then we kind of like wrap around and we're going to do this like little like wrap around ramp up and then try not to blow the sheep out well chad's route was epic it was perfect wrapped around came up didn't even those sheep had no clue. They looked down and saw us walking around, but like never saw us when we actually hit the mountain mountain. So they were never even like disturbed. We get up on the ridge, <clears throat> it had snowed. We trek back and we see two rams around one edge of the bolt and then like down this valley and across 
which we probably could hike to those if we really wanted it that day. Oh, sure. There were those three, which were, like, really low. Like, they were surprisingly low. Well, he's got a badass scope. What, what, what scope do you have again? You've got the... Like Koa. Koa 88. Millimeter, yep. Man, dude. Like, it's a that's tank. That's the one that Scotty has, but it's not the 88. What's the it's, one he's got the compact. It's lighter than... Uh, Swaro? It's a ju- it's Japan yeah. Japan made um, Yeah, Scotty glass. P has that. Scotty, he has the compact. Yeah, he's got the compact yeah, one. That That's right, he did. Yeah. That's why I recognize that yeah, green color. I think they have like a 77 and a 66. They have like a weirder number. They're like one number. Everyone else is like 65, 75. Yeah, they're There's even 66. numbers. I think Swaro's like goes to 90 then. So it's like comparable to their Swaro's 90. Probably $1,000 cheaper. Yeah, least, yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't know. It's still 100% fluoride glass. I really like it. It's no, the, that that one that we looked through of Scotty's was legit. Well, yeah, I mean, he looked across the valley. Those three rams were clearly like half curls, and I was like, well, we're not gonna go. No point in walking over there. Yeah. The other two, on the other hand, were like, oh, well, those look like prospects. Like, eh, you know. Not totally sure, but close. we see five Rams. These are the two. They're closest, and they look the closest to maybe legal. Maybe they're brewing. Maybe they're not. Let's get closer. So we make the trek over the top of the bowl. We get down on this uh, ledge. We're looking across. They're feeding. We can see them. So now Chad wants to do like a ridge reap all the way around. Well, again, Chad doesn't like to lose elevation, so we did a whole lot of side hill and cliff rounding, which... You know, in our experience up in the brooks, like, we kind of just get on top and it's just kind of, like, cruising. And then you can, like, dip behind Skyline and you never yeah. really... Like, your cliffs are, like, tiny little points or, like, little stretches, maybe 20, 30 yards where you kind of have to roll around something. Some of these were, like, a 300 yards around or 100 mm. yards around. They were long. So you had to, like, side hill kind of some, like... I don't want to say sketchy shit because it wasn't because it, wasn't, it, was, it was, like, good traction and you could side hill it it just when you know when you if you look down it was like it sloped down like 200 I mean, yards and then it, it felt yeah i mean it then any I normal you didn't want person to fall. would call it sketchy yes. it's a no fall zone yeah don't fall don't it's fall. A no if you fall, fall you die no no, no but i mean if you like passed out and fell and just were like yeah dead if body you rolling, sailed, like, you're probably gonna die yes but if you slipped like you can self-arrest and you could slide you dig in and grab out. and you it's know you it just looks. It looks worse than it is when you get on it. Yeah, like you can't look at it and be like, "Oh, we can't get over there," because that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, "Ooh, man, yeah, that looks like untouchable." He's like, "No, no, no, we'll just go up here and around." I'm like, "Oh, okay, Chad." And we get around and we're cruising. I'm like, "Oh, it's actually not that bad." I'm I like, have okay. to like. I'm just that person. Like, I have to. I have to see it. Like, I can't look at it through a scope or binoculars and like be looking over at another like ridge and and you're looking at it and you're looking two-dimensional right because you're like looking through a scope and you're like oh that looks impassable and it's like so many times like when you go like really like put your hands and feet on it you're like oh no this is we can do this yeah mm-hmm. here's like a it's, route it's yeah. bur- it's yeah. a little burly and it's a little heavier and it's a little like okay focus but it's totally doable Right. Mm-hmm. And some and and I just feel like you got to go you got to go and lay your hands on it in order to know for real. Or like dig, I dig hate, your toe I just in don't and like find looking out. at something and thinking like I don't think we can get to him. 
Like I hate, I hate already being negative about it. Well, it's not even the negativity. It's just the fact that like, if I walk away from that, like it's going to eat me up knowing that like, what if I could have got to that Ram and I just like talked myself out of it. And I don't even, I don't even really know the answer. Like I just convinced myself that we shouldn't or we can't. And then you get over there and you're like, ah, oh, this isn't that bad. Yeah. And it looked like a lot of that looks like, even when I told Aaron, when he got back and I told him where we got the Ram, he was just like, he's like, dude, are you talking about that ridge that like has all those like cliff lines that look like you cannot get past yeah. them? I was like, yep, that's the one all the way to the end. Farthest Literally tip. the farthest the end. I'd like say you walk the whole ridge. Yeah, whole, well, you whole. can't walk. The ridge is like so yeah. knifey, you can't. So oh, you're yeah, like no. so you're ducking under like, the little so, yeah. cliffs and stuff. And around them. And, when and, you, stuff. Yeah. and, and that's yeah. the thing is like when you're looking at it from far, unless it's like heavy, heavy sheep or caribou traffic, yeah. like you won't see those trails. Yeah, the little mm. ones. So you yeah. got to like get over there and then you see like you notice. And that's the other thing that I look for more than anything yeah. mm -hmm. is where are they going? Because yeah. they are going the path of least resistance right. yep. always. Yeah. Like those animals, like their whole life revolves around expending the least amount of energy as possible when they travel. That's right. So if you just stay on those and trust those trails, yeah. you know they'll get around stuff. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. yep. They might like go up on a thing that's like, ooh. Like yep, that's, for a couple seconds. It's only where they're going to go, but you can like dip down and side hill some like shale and then come around. Yep. 20 yards later, you're back on their trail. Yeah. Or you're like above it or below it or like you're in the general area of their least of path of least resistance. Which, in theory, should be as safe as it could be for a human, at least. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, we're, we're talking about the bow. And we get, you know, we, we, we see these two rams. And then now we're like, all right, we're going to, like, round this this bowl. And it was probably, like, a 45-minute hike. We kind of go up this thing and around. And I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe we just, like, did all that. And I'm looking back, like, damn, that looked, like, daunting. Like, that didn't look, like, passable. And it wasn't that bad. So we get over on this point, we look down, and I'm like, well, where the hell did the sheep go? They're we're like, what gone. the hell? Like, they're just, like, gone? Like, okay, if they bounced, like, we'd still see them over there or over there or somewhere. And I'm like, where the hell did they go, Chad? And he's like, dude, they, they can't just fucking disappear in the rocks. They, they got to, like, be around. So he's like, all right, we'll sit right here. I'm going to throw a rock down here. He's like, see if they're, like, down below us. Those rock clack, sure as shit. Those two rams pow, pop right out from below us. They couldn't have been more nooked in under this. How big was that rock point, Chad? Like uh, maybe like fifteen feet. Wide. Yeah, tiny. It was dude. weird that they're under it. Like it was a perfect rock for them to sit on. Yeah, and they're with a green it. patch. Was the they had sun yeah. shining that direction. No, no, huh. no. It was really it was weird because they around. had they. We saw them bedded down. When we saw them, we saw them bedded down, and then we were watching them. And we were watching this other three rams, and then they started to feed. And then so we backed out and we went all the way around this peak yeah. to come around them to get on the good wind and then be above them. Yeah. And when we got there, they just were like yeah. ghost. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this valley is massive. The only exit, like we would see, unless they made us, which there's no way they did, mm -hmm. like they, they wouldn't have smelled us. Like even if they saw us, they wouldn't just bolt. Yeah. Like they'll maybe be cautious and pay attention. Yeah. The like grams don't use, they don't, they don't disappear on vision much. They smell you, they're gone. Yeah. Or they hear you and don't see you. 
Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what. I, and then that's what we did with the rocks. And they were like, yep. we got them kind of confused for a second. So then I was like, all right, go get set up with the scope and get on them where they're going to pop out again. And I'm going to get my bow ready. And then you're just going to tell me. Like, if oh, you're that like, close? Yeah. That's oh, he I'm was like in bow range. 40 yards. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. No, he's him. on him. So it was an exciting moment for him to be like, yeah, I don't have my ammo. <laughs> it was like, all right, well, in my mind, I'm like, cool. Well, Chad, this is kind of like your hunt. You know, initially, like, my thought is, like, I'm coming with Chad. He's going to get a ram. I'm going to support him. Maybe we'll get lucky and, and and get a double tap on two legals together, which happens. You saw Joe and Brett. I ran into them today, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right after they sealed their rams. It was really cool. I got to see their <coughs> Jeep and hold them and shit. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so we, like, get in position where he's, like, in legitimate bow range on these rams. I'm like, holy shit, we did it. Like, this is the first time I've been this close to what are two maybe potential legal rams, and he's got a bow, and so I'm just, like, going to be a bystander and just watch. So he sets me up, throws the rock, they pop out, and they're, like, 40 yards away, man. I got video on the phone. We'll we'll post some stuff on there. And uh, it was like, ah, Chad, man, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Like, he's looking at me like he's not drawn, but he's got his bow, and he's, like, he's over here, like, 20 yards away on the perched up, and they're looking down and I'm like, they popped out. So I'm like, you know, there's like the mountain. He's standing here. I'm down here. And they're like right there. So I'm like, I don't know, Chad. Like I can't, like I can't make the call. Like it's just too, like they're moving around. They don't look official for sure. Like they just weren't like. It wasn't obvious. Obvious obvious curls. Yeah. So then he throws another rock and he shucks them out. And then they go back and they'll bed down like what, like 130 yards away. Yep. Yep. And then they gave us a chance to actually like really scope them for a good hour. Yeah. And then determine. Man, I mean, that, you had your that, rifle on them, and we were I trying did. to like make a decision. And you were kind of like, "Well, what do you? What would you do?" And I was like, "I think we should just back out and leave them. Like it might be eight, but I don't know." But they yeah. weren't full curl. It was like real close. Yeah. 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 One of them was really close. They so. As, but, it, but it was like too close. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. they weren't heavy. Yeah. No. It was. There's like a picture of him right there, and, guys. And he had like a weird. He had a weird. I can't zoom it in. Like his horns like came. They were weird. Mm-hmm. Like actually, the the smaller guy of the two had a better looking horn set. Like this guy's came at a weird angle. Huh. Like instead of coming like up and out like mm-hmm. normal sheep, they kind of just like came down fast. Oh, like so it was like screwy. Yeah, it was real weird looking. Yeah, can't get a good zoom on them. But so I was looking at this one the whole time. Then I get it in the scope, and then Chad's talking about this one the whole time. So I'm like, oh shit, dude, we're like both looking at two different. Like, I'm thinking this is the bigger one. He's telling me this is the bigger one. And I'm like, man. And so we then we got like a good 45 minutes just like staring at him. And then it was just like, when you've talked about it this long, it's like, yeah, it's not to leave. <laughs> it's it's time time to like, like just call it. Yeah, so and, I was and, like, just let's back out and not blow them out. Yep. And then they'll be here. They're not going to leave this bowl. They'll be here. Yeah. And let's go try and find. And, and what I bigger. found was like the ultimate success and all that was like him and I hunting, like real hunting together for the first day and like. You know, using our instincts, communicating, and like doing all that because we hadn't done it yet. And it really just going through the motions of it 
to me was a huge success. Like I texted my wife that night and I was like, Hey babe, go back to camp. We're safe. She's like, awesome. How's your day? And I was like, actually it was awesome. It was like, we didn't shoot a ram, but we went through all the motions to the T as if you were going to take one, but we just didn't do it. Yeah. But it was like, wow, that was exhilarating. It was like, we got on them. We got in their sensory range. Yep. They had no idea we were there. They saw us. We were still sneaky enough that we didn't blow them out. Like they got up three times and laid back down three times. Yeah. They were just all within and when shooting we left, range. They were sleeping. And it was like, man, just we snuck in on them. We rattled them up. We snuck out and like completely unscathed. And that just, I was like, man, that was like just as fun. And you didn't have to like deal with the pack out and you didn't yeah. have to deal with the, yeah, yeah. the, you know, the whole work of it. Yeah. I was like, man, that was a lot of freaking fun. So we came back and I'm just like pumped and high fiving and giving them nucks. And I'm like, bro, that was so awesome. Like, man, I had so much fun today cramped up got hurt broke myself in you know did that whole thing and then um you Camp know we, over the hill and saw someone camp 300 yards away from our camp oh, oh dude. really oh. yeah these guys Literally. man that we saw up in this other valley when we went up, when we went up when we got to elevation that morning we could see their camp we we're kind of watching them i was like is there a dude in that camp they're like oh they're standing around their tent it's like no one has a backpack on I like wonder what they're doing it's like yesterday they couldn't move so why are they not hunting? I was like, yeah, whatever. Go hunt, come back, and they're literally 300 yards from us. I come up the top, and he's like, you're going to love this. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. They're like, our tank is shredded by a bear or something. Yeah. I crest the hill, Even and I worse. see three tents. I'm like, why are they so fucking close, though? Like, I mean, come on, guys. Like, there's yeah, They spent, like, the best weather day, like, moving their camp. Closer to you guys. <laughs> right He's like, do you think they came over here and didn't see? I'm like, that's impossible. Like, they literally had to walk from that valley where you can see it's a razor, a big tent, and a tarp up. Like, you can't miss that. Oh, man. Did you talk to him? No. Mm -mm. No. I was like, nah. I was like, we'll just get up earlier than them. Yeah. That's and we'll walk way. through their camp and be like, early bird gets the worm, boys. Did you do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of. I mean, we didn't walk through we their camp. We walked right by him. Well, he, we, he got up really early that morning, and he was going to like. It was foggy, I, so he couldn't really. Well, what I told Chad, you know, full disclosure out of the gate, I was like, so I'm just going to let you know, I take for fucking ever to get ready. Okay? Like, so my morning is like, I got to get my coffee. I got to get my, you know, my business in. I got to get my gear ready. And he's up like. Bam, instant ready. Like, he's the dude that's insta ready. And I'm like, God, I wish I could be that guy, man. I don't know if I can ever be that guy. So he was gonna, gonna like, kind of get me going and, like, not rush me, but get me out. And then he's like watching these guys and they're like walking around their camp and glassing, but they're not, no packs, no rifles, no nothing. I'm like, are they just fucking camping? One dude's like, getting water. Other dude's like going <clears throat> off to use the bathroom. I was like, what are they doing? But they had like super nice, like, backpacking tents. So yeah, I and camo, they had to camoed up. Yeah, yeah, they had to be in sheep hunting. I don't. But think I never saw them with a gun, and I saw we saw them with spotting scopes. So I know yeah. they were hunting. Yeah. Never saw a rifle on never a back. Never saw a or backpack. Nothing. Never saw nothing. No, we're just learning. They're could be it biologists. I mean, they were they're they're old, they look like older guys though. I don't know if they're <laughs> like <biologists. maybe>. yeah. <laughs> they're looking Love for the guys. easy one that comes down to camp. So that's I think really ultimately what they were because so when we came down, those two young rams were still on that on that slope and so when we came down i was like well there's really no reason to like come down here all super sneaky and like 
not that we were like, oh, blow them out. We'll just walk down. If the Rams run off, they run off. Yeah. And sure enough, like we started walking down. They saw us. They 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 ran off. And I'm pretty sure those guys were down there watching those. And they may have actually been drawn to that valley because they couldn't Go, see yeah, our absolutely. camp initially. But if they had really good scope, they could see those Rams on that mountainside that we mm. saw. So that might have drawn them down from their upper camp to that yeah. valley. And I think they got down there and they were like, fuck, there's a razor down there with a freaking Cabela's guide for. Yeah, but they already got their camp, so they just set it up. Yeah, there. and they found Did a they spot. move the next day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they blew out of there. So we, we rolled up and um, that's when we went up in that upper bowl and uh, found the ram that we ended up taking. And uh, But we watched them all that day, but uh, we were kind of screwed. Weather kept coming in and out and then... We weren't really sure, so Chad finally like made the call. We we're gonna move closer, and we got really good glass on him. And Chad's got a really cool rule, and I wouldn't be surprised if you had this rule, Jack, because you're an awesome sheep hunter too. But no, he he's like three, four o'clock. You pull out, and I'm like, damn, bro, we don't like usually get started until like noon, dog. Like, <laughs> cracking nooners. We crack actually noon. kind of ran into that a little bit on our trip, but but, yeah. but no. Well, the, if you go far, I mean, if you're Three and a half. I mean, as the crow flies, we were three and a half miles from camp yeah. where we got that sheep. And that's like, as the crow flies straight line, which is not how you can approach it. We had to go yeah. up valley. 2,000 feet. Go up this ramp. Go this whole ridge to get to this whole ridge. Yeah. And then all that elevation gain and loss. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to add all that in. And it's just like, I knew that was six hour pack out. And yeah. so, like, three o'clock, yeah. shoot it. Can take you a while to break it down, especially your deboning. Trying to find your tent. There's always tomorrow. Ramp is not a fun deal. No, no. it sucks. Yeah, and so then when we got when we f- did get to that ramp, because we got we got held by that like we said earlier the fog, so we were like mm-hmm. curled up in freaking tarps, like napping basically. Yeah, and we're both just like cocooned in these tarps, laying there in the rain and snow and fog, and finally the fog blew out and we. And we still couldn't find the ram. No. And then you were like, dude, I think it's on that furthest bench. And I was like, great. And yeah, we got sure like a five-minute window, dude. Like, yeah. the fog cleared up, and we had, like, the sun beamed down and kind of, like, burned it off for a second. But there was this other fog bank that was, like, rolling out of the valley. Yeah. And we glassed. And it was just like, oh, I think it's right there. there and Chad, it is. Chad gets his 12 powers on there. He's like, fuck yeah. As soon as that fog went, we geared up, and it was like, boom, we went. And But it was like. 12:45 by that time and we got up there at like 9. So we were up there forever waiting mm-hmm. and waiting and waiting yeah. and waiting. And we took it took us 2 hours and like 30 minutes I think to get around to where we finally you know Chad kind of was like I was thinking we had to go further and then he kind of stopped instantly and was like, "Yo, that ramp could be like anywhere." So remember you got a barrel over your head. And I'm like, "Okay. Well, I won't do the first peak. You do the first kind of like glance over, right?" And right there, man, he, like, glanced over and was like, bam, there he is. It was like, oh, shit, we're already here? I was, th- I thought we had, like, another 30, yeah. 45 minutes to go. But th- but then I guess. Hours. I mean, we got there at 2.30. Yep, yep. And then I think we. And you're last. above him at this point? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're above him. Like, we're on, like, this ridge line ends, and it, like, splits into a Y. Yeah. And it goes down, and it's, like, ending, and it's descending into this big glacier valley. Yeah. That goes down to the Chickaloon River. And so it's like the end of the ridge. And so it's like stepping down and there's like a bunch of 
like four perch, big perches. Uh-huh. And he's on the lowest one. Oh, uh, okay. Naturally. Like goat country kind of. Yeah, but they're like big. They're big. Grassy. Grassy. On top of the Like perfectly yeah. flat. Like perfectly mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we we're on smaller ones above him. And, and how high are you? Above you? Above, uh, above him are you? It was a pretty downhill shot. Like it was. Didn't look as far until we got down. It was 235 yards. Um, like straight, yeah. and then my angle compensation was making it like 180. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of like in the had like shoots on the side that would be shaly, so you couldn't have like a silent approach with the bow type thing. Um, that was a I thing, man. Get, there was one. About there that. was like one more um, perch. There was one more like hide that I could get behind that uh-huh. I could probably get to. Yeah, but it was gonna be loud. Yeah. And it was going to be slow. Yeah. And even with that, like I was ranging the sheep and then I was ranging that and I was like subtracting it and I was like, that's going to put me at 80 yards, but it's still so steep. Yeah. That that's going to like make my shot like 65 with yeah, the bow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's doable if he stands up, but yeah. like bedded down, that's probably irresponsible of me. Yeah. And I totally. was like, at that point I was like, it's going to take me at least an hour to get there. Yeah. So I'm going to be like crawling in the yeah. whites, probably like have to all be in of whites. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, and then I'm going to shoot a sheep with a bow that ain't dying fast. Like he's going to run hopefully way uphill. Yeah. To the top, toward, maybe. Toward, toward me. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows what they, what he's going to do, but he's got a hemorrhage out. That's going to take a while. Yeah. I was like, you're going to have to take him with the rifle. Yeah. Or we can't do this today. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, all right, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, 100%. He's like, you would shoot that? I'm like, damn straight I would shoot that. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice ram. And so. Sitting in here right now. I was like, dude, you have all the time in the world. Like, just get perfectly comfortable and set up. And then I'll try and get him to stand up. So we sat there. He got, he was like jockeying around. He was like, oh, I can't find a comfortable spot. And he finally got comfortable. He's like, all right, I'm super steady. And I was like, okay. I'm sighted in at 200. I'm like, hold dead on. He's like, I was like, let me try and get him to stand up. And I have like, it's like the first time I bought like a phone scope. It's the first time I've ever used it. So I'm like recording. And I had to keep telling him, get that thing out, bro. Get it out. I'm recording. I'm recording. Like zoomed it. Like it's perfect footage, right? Like throw a rock, try and get it to stand up. He like barely moves his head. I'm like, man, this dude. Is like living the dream out here. He's like, nothing can touch me. He's like, doesn't care about nothing. He doesn't stand up. So I like, I'm not a filmer. I pause the thing. And so I'm like, throw another rock. Doesn't stand up. I'm like, you're just going to have to shoot embedded. I was like, are you comfortable with that? He's like, where should I shoot him? Through his shoulder? I was like, nah, it's going to destroy that whole front quarter. I was like, imagine that he has a collarbone. And I was like, top of that shoulder where his like neck crease is i was like can you pinpoint that i was like you said you're zeroed at 200 like just do it he's like all right i can do that man i never started the video again so uh, i don't have no, 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 no. <laughs> worst <laughs> got him right there did he just fall over yeah he just his uh, head just, just like wow he's like i'm just sitting there ears plugged think i'm recording the whole time well, and i said to him i was like hey are you ready but I had my ears and he plugged, didn't so say I anything. I was like, well, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm on. I'm like yeah. ready now. I'm like, yeah. staring at my scope like this. 
So I didn't hear anything he said. And he's just like, and then he like looks at me and I'm like, <laughs> he's like, boom. And I just like barely hear it. And I just see his like head just fall on his lap. Didn't move an inch. And I was like, yes, good shot. Yeah, that was awesome. He was like, Stoned him. Oh man, you were, you were more pumped about the shot than I was. Like, Dude. Cause well, let me, can't let me go any better. Like that dude never oh, had yeah. a dark thought in his yeah. mind. No, no, he, he never thought anything. Like no emotions ran through that sheep yeah. at all. He's just sleeping and then done. It's the best yeah. way to Chilling. go. Yeah. Well, and and like what what I didn't tell you, Chad, and I told Daniel, and I told one of my other buddies is like when I was like all the whole time, like all right, man, like canceling every option out so he could get down with the bow. And inside, I'm like, I'd love to shoot around, but like, it'd be really, really cool to watch this dude kill him with a bow. I've like never seen anything like it, and I wanted to see it. And then he was like, we scenarioed it, and da 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 da. And he's like, finally, like, nah, man, I can't get it. It's too late. We don't have enough time. You set up, and I was just like, all right. But inside, I was like a giddy schoolgirl, dude. I was like, oh, my God, I get to shoot a rip. <laughs> so I was like, knew I was going to go over and get my pack out of my, my gun out of my pack. But, you know, in front of you, I was like, all right, cool. So I go over and get it just <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like, cool. just like, yeah, no problem. Man. I'll go get my rifle. I said, man, I'm not greedy. Up. And I'm like, <laughs> I really like sheep meat. And there's no reason for me to like, like push let's get some meat to do this with a bow and then risk blowing it out and then we have nothing. Yeah. yeah. When we had another like option, it's not, right? It's yeah, not. Yeah, it's totally, not. You got to totally. do. You have to just. Yeah. You got to make the better decision. Like, yeah. What's the higher probability? That's what we got to go with. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was like, like I would love, I would love to say the first big game animal I've shot in my life was a sheep. Like, I pretty much just throw my bow away after that. Yeah. Like, just drop the mic. I just yeah, hang it up good. next to the sheep and be like. Yeah, I've only shot one animal with a bow. That one. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. Now the bow's sitting next to my yoga mat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but yeah, he was so, like, stoked. Like, I pulled the trigger, bam, and it was like, you know when you hear the thwap? Yeah. It was like the loudest thwap. I was like, dang, you usually hear a really loud thwap with a moose because you're shooting the side of a barn door. It was like, whap, and you just hear, like, roll through the moose. Yeah. Hits this thing, and it's just like, dink, and his head just drops. So I'm like, oh, man, good clean kill. And he's like, you fucking stoned him. He's like, and he's like, he's been so cool and chill, like all this time. And he was just like, so like emotional and like, you know, exhilarated. And I'm just like, I look at him and I'm just like, <laughs> like I was, I was all good and calm the whole time. Until so, after that was the, the best part. Pull, that was, was the best like, part to me though. Because oh, that's man. exactly how it should go. You were like. Dude, I don't know if I've ever been that calm in the whole process, and now I like can't stop shaking that it's over. And uh, he's like, "Look at me!" <laughs> and I was, but like, it was all Dude, like, but you were calm in the moment. Heart, where you heart rate was just down. I was just like, "Cool." It's like no big deal. And then like, bam! And I was <laughs> like, so pumped. Well, his energy, like, I was already like, you know, you know, I get that adrenaline rush, and then you get like a crash. And it's like this weird roller coaster of shit. Like when we killed our sheep together, we were like hugging and being all silly. And yeah. And then he was just like, ah, and I'm like, ding. Like he just, it was just such a cool moment. And then we went down there and I get down to the ram and I look up and I'm like, holy shit, dude, that's like a five story building. It was way like vertical. Like it didn't seem like mm -hmm. that bad when we shot down. Yeah. And the first thing we get down and we're like, well, now the work starts. That's and then right. we're like, <laughs> 
fuck, dude, this pull out of this one spot's going to suck. Well, that and the so fact that bad. the second your gun rang off, it just starts raining. Oh, yeah. Oh, <sighs> like, yeah, right on. <laughs> like, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. We, like, skin half of it out, and then it's like, switches to snow. It's like, oh, okay. So the whole time we're, like, cleaning the sheep, I kind of just keep glancing back at the route out, and I'm like, oh, got to go up oh. this thing. Well, it's not that. It's just, like, socked. Socked in. Oh, yeah. Snowing. Man. I'm like, oh. I'm like, I sure hope we get back to those beers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parking at the razor is nice. Oh, man. And then I, I like, I, we got up to the top and or close to the top. And we're loaded down now. We get up. We peel all of our ring gear off. We're not going to hike in our ring gear. Because you already knew you were going to be so hot and sweaty. Yeah. Like, I'd rather just, like, get fucking yeah. wet from the You're going to get elements. wet inside your... Yeah. You're wet yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I don't even want to wear my ring gear. I mean, get up there, and he's like, he's taking probably his, like, first big break, kind of pulling us up out of there. And I was like, Chad, man, this beer's going to be real good tonight. And he's like, yeah, if we make it to him. And I'm like... We'll make it to him. <laughs> I was like, well, let's get to the top and reevaluate. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, no, no. We're getting out of here. Yeah. He's like, 7,000 feet, puffies or not, tarps or not. We don't want to sleep yeah. up here. And it's like, that snow had no sign of like stopping. Yeah. So I was like, we don't want to wake up tomorrow or try to sleep. Wake up to uh, snow on the track. Yeah, and then yeah. try to get yeah. out. I was like, nah. So we ended up pushing out. And it did kind of like blow through and kind of. It was, it was fine. We yeah. were wet, and then fog came, and then fog came in, like, as we were going down. So now you can't see camp. So it's just, like, yeah. great. And then, then we wound up having to find camp on GPS. Yep. Mm -hmm. Are we're you the pacekeeper on your normal trips? Uh, Not uphill. Downhill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. With my boy Nate, he uphill, he's... Yeah. I he's, always that dude, he's that dude that, like... He tell almost him, tell him he, about enjoy, this he enjoys like suffering like, yeah, too much. To the max, yeah. Like I embrace the suck and I live by that slogan. But he like he like wants he like go will go the hard like I was telling him, I was like, dude, I'm like the contour. Yep, dude. Yep, yep. And he's like, I like no. it. Yep. <laughs> no, that's my dad. That's who I grew up with, is the and Billy Goat, dude. And he's fat. But Sucks. downhill, I'll eat his ass for lunch. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I always wondered like how that would work, like if you like, because you know this is the first year I went sheeping with Daniel, and I'm the pacekeeper in the group unless I have my dad. Mm -hmm. But like, what happens if you went without the pacekeeper? Like, who, how's that go down? Then you do like those dudes who camp 300 yards from us. Yeah, and you just glass till you see something, and then you got to decide which one of you is gonna lead. Yeah, to it's him. like who, who does this now? Yeah. yeah, no, it's like yeah, I don't know. Um, Nate definitely like uphills. Yeah, he's that guy that'll just like he's not, a billy goat. Yeah, he won't say a word. He'll yeah, just like be quiet and he's yeah. just gone. Yeah, and I try to keep up with him. Yep, and I can't. Yep. Yeah, I Those like guys the have zigzagging. I like the zigzag. That's the way I to do it. your track. I was like, dude, he's he's trail boss, dude. It's just easy. Like Daniel, oftentimes, even with the knee situation, when he's like strong, he's a really good uphill. Not gonna go fast downhill. Yeah, yeah. I'm like 45 minutes ahead of him downhill. But going uphill, different story. Well, Chad was just like, he was a zigzagger. I'm like, oh, my God, thank goodness. Like, I'm. You got a zigzag. That's yeah. The way like, you I mean, balance. I don't even know how you go. Like, I can do three or four or five steps straight up, but then I got to stop and take a breath. And, like, I, I mean, I can't. I mean. There's that whole, like, small steps or, you know, better steps. And you can't small step going straight up, but you can small no. step going zigzaggy. Right. 
Right. Well, I've seen Nate. I've seen like Nate. Like I know he's, I'm. I know he's pushing himself like so hard, mentally, and I know he he just that's just who he is. Like that's just what he does. He's like, he's a hardcore dude. He's an intense person, and he's an amazing person. But I know he pushes himself so hard because I've I've literally seen him like, if we eat too soon, when we're done, like he'll throw up. Oh yeah. Like he's like so much Body lactic acid or so something intense, built yeah. up that it's like it's still like burning too yeah. much, and he'll like throw up and be like, "Fuck!" Yeah, waste a whole meal. Yeah, yeah. And he'll so he like and he knows that about himself now, so he'll like he'll like kind of hold he'll like won't eat for, he'll like wait he'll, he'll pace himself yeah he'll pace his food yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. no he's but he's really, an animal. Like yeah, you were talking about him a lot. I was like, man, he sounds like your OG. Yeah, we've been like super good friends since high school, 30 years, 30 yeah. plus years. Guy you can trust in the mountains, looks out for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a firefighter paramedic. Like, you can't get a better dude in the mountains than that. Yeah, like, no he shit. literally saved my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can carry your dead body out. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. I'll do my best on saving your life but uh, <laughs> yeah so do both you guys go to school up here or yeah diamond diamond right what year 91 91 uh, <laughs> you know he's like, he 93, 93. you notice i didn't throw the age out i was just like i don't hey, care uh, dude well, you know i'm still not you're looking point, good dude. at this point i'm proud of it yeah like, no oh, yeah, you, should, you be. should be yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. It's leaking oil, bro. Leaking right. oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we had an amazing trip, man. We got that we got that ram out. We, we got down to the bottom of the hill. It was like like ten ish. And it was fogged in. And like we're like, where the fuck is the tent? We're both like pissed at this point. You know, my ankles are rubber. His knees are clapped. Like we're t- we're tired. Like it is like we're over it. Like yeah, I'm like mad. Yeah, he's I'm in, the, I'm in that like silent <clears throat> mad. Oh yeah, and he's like the most positive person like I've ever been around. <laughs> like he's like, man, I just want to tell you, you're doing a great job. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like borderline, Keep like don't us. talk to me. Yeah, yeah, I could tell at the end. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to hear that again. I was like, well, I mean, I could just feel the, well, I could feel the switch going on. I'm trying to like, dude, I was on. having like flashbacks of that token that <laughs> yeah, I did where yeah, like, yeah. where my, I like, my headlamp went dead. And I couldn't mm-hmm. find my camp. Like, I didn't have a light. Yeah. Now I have this little e-light. Like, that was, like, new to the kit next year. Like, in my binocular bag, I have this, like, Petzl, this this Petzl this e-light thing. that runs on, like, those little CR32 yep. batteries yep. Like, for your FOB. And it'll run for a long time. It's, like, one little LED. but And it's tiny. It comes in a little case, like, this big. Just fits wherever. Yep. Because I ran, my light ran out. And, dude, like, I was, like... Thank God I had marked my camp on, your on reach. yeah on my um on my this app like my GPS app yeah, like, yeah. Uh, on X Hunt or whatever and uh like I had to use it and zoom like all the way in to yeah, like yeah. five feet and yeah. literally stump tripped over my guy lines yeah yeah I was like oh so smart get that tan Hilleberg like that was brilliant <laughs> instead of the red one <laughs> yeah. were you by yourself <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah. solo yeah. and I was like literally like in the pitch black yeah. no like trying to use the light on my phone yeah, and I, yeah. that thing is bright when it's in your eye it is not bright 
in the great outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't do shit. Yeah. You might as well have a lighter. Like, you might as well have a lighter. Yeah. And I was like, so I was like, I don't have a flashback of that. I was like, dude, this can't happen twice. Like, yeah. you can't. Like, first mistake is like, all right, lesson learned. Now, here you are again, literally on your phone. And I couldn't, and it's my fault too. Like, I couldn't figure out how to get my Onyx to like, tell me which direction I'm facing. Yeah. And yeah. so like, I had to zoom in and then we'd have to walk like 20 feet. Yep. So it was like, and I'd have yeah, to put the tracking uh, feature to see like which way we were tracking. Right. Cellular tower stuff, triangulation. Yeah. And then when you, mm -hmm. the more you zoom in, the like glitchier it yeah. is. Yeah. So like, I was like, we were, we'd start walking and he'd be, and he's like on his GPS, like his in trying image, to find yeah. it. And he's like, fuck, it's the other way. And I was like getting so mad at that point. Cause yeah. I just wanted my boots off. Like yeah. oh, we are yeah. underway, yeah, yeah, yeah. soaking wet. I was like, God, I just want to like find this tent so I can take yeah. this pack off. You couldn't yeah. just follow your entry tracks because you can oh. zoom in within like three. Well, I never, I didn't do a track, but I had a pinpoint on our camp. Oh, well, I wasn't worried about it because like you know all the land features and everything was good, and but it's not good when you get to the bottom, and all the roly poly hills in the fog, and it's getting dark look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So then I reverted to my in reach yeah. right, where where camp was, and I was like, dude, we're only five hundred feet away. Like you can't be that far. Yeah, yeah. So I started walking this way, and I'm like, God damn it, wrong way. Well, we walking went, this we way. went 1,500 feet to get to that 500 feet. Yeah, yes, yeah, we yeah. did. Because we just kept going this wrong direction. Now, I, was like, I don't know <laughs> if this is an inReach thing, but like my inReach um, direction kept screwing up because I'm thinking the fog was screwing up the satellite. Like it kept flashing the question mark, and then it would like catch back on. And I'm like, okay. Mm. I'm good, and then it would flash the question mark. Are you looking on your phone? No, I had actually at this point I'm I pull it on my GPS. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm not I'm not messing around. Like I actually got the inReach off my mm -hmm. bino harness. Yeah, and I'm looking at it, and it just kept like patching in and out. But dude, the it was so thick, like you could only see like 50 yards yeah, in front of you. Right. It was like the like the fog was like like in there. So I'm yeah. like, man, is it screwing up the the satellite? Yeah. You know, signal a little bit because it was like in and out, in and out, in and out. And we ended up finding it, but it was it was yeah. brutal. But yeah, it was funny because I was like, "We'll be good, Chad. It's, I think it's over here." And you're just like, oh, "Damn it!" <laughs> so <laughs> a little yeah. bit about that inreach that is amazing, and you know, these guys have heard this before. But come, so coming out of a goat hunt, um, my buddy and I, we both carried those inreaches, and we went up a bear trail, and this valley was unpenetrable if you were on this bear trail do you have the like or do you have the one that has the gps on it or are you the one like you're the mini where you're using that no app? no it has it on it but i use the app oh, okay mm -hmm. but you need to wait for the app to catch up you know um like if if you're using your phone gps you need to wait like that extra 20 seconds to watch for oh. the like, north arrow to move right oh. in the right direction because it is bluetoothing to it um <clears throat> or at least that's what we found but so we're in this we're co coming out with a goat super heavy long pack out through this like bear valley basically and it's like unpenetrable it'd be like walking down from flat top you know just through alders and shit yeah but yeah. the trail yeah, no. totally money you know it's not real established but enough the you game can walk trail through. Yeah. yeah great game trail and we get off of it because it's dark and um you know we're like where the fuck is this thing and you're at, we were able to zoom in and be like it is 12 feet that way and like literally like four big steps you're on the game trail yeah. mm. and then uh so that works so good that that 
later that year when we were in Kodiak, um, my brother and I found a path up, you know, how Kodiak can be, especially that north side of the island where it's just like altered out all kinds of brush and you have to follow that bear trail. We, we were able to follow within like three feet. You would see like I had my app open the whole time down the hill and I'd be like, oh, we veered off it by four feet and then we'd go back and reestablish the trail. So, so something yeah. to like so it's dialed so, so that, you, was, you that was probably my mistake is i wasn't mm-hmm. using the, i wasn't using the garmin inreach app i was using the onyx because that is what i marked camp on and uh, i'm gonna right. start mm-hmm. using the garmin for that and you don't even have to mark camp then you just start your tracking yeah and then no matter mm-hmm. where you walked you can walk exactly on that line just Back keep zooming in i need to start doing that a little better well the tracking will burn up it's just when you're sheep hunting, you, you always just don't think like you need to track because you can like you're you can see, you can see yeah, you're like alpines yeah. you can see everything. There's not brush or thick no. or whatever. And then till you get fog. Yeah, or you're trying you're yeah. coming in out dark. in the dark. Um, that was a learning curve with the fog and the borderline dark. I was like, oh okay, like this is where it's very fucking important to track. Even if it was just tracking to the top of the mountain, yeah, and then stopping the tracking. Yeah. So at least Save when you got to there, yeah, because I do notice it eats your battery when well, you're tracking. So there's two part. different types of tracking. There's the tracking that you're doing on your phone, and then there's the tracking that you're sending out. And I'm talking about the tracking that you're doing on the GPS. Yeah. So, so it's like if you're not if you're tracking. And you're not sending out stuff every five minutes. It's not eating any battery. Okay. Because all it is is tracking where you're going. Yeah. Just staying on your. It's not trail. like constantly sending out those like every ten minute yeah, intervals yeah, yeah. to people. Okay. Mm. So maybe that's what it was. I had it set to send the interval, and that's why it's chewing. Because I last time I used tracking, I was like, "Damn, man!" Like when we went to the Brooks. Remember we did? We took the wrong valley, and we had to go up and over. Well, I tracked all that. By the time we got through the second day, my Jeep, my Garmin was almost dead. Yeah. So I was like, Damn. I tracked our whole hunt, and I think I charged it one time. Same. Really? I tracked the whole thing too, and no. but I wasn't sending the track to anyone. I was you just, were just tracking. I was just tracking, tracking to have it. So that's mm-hmm. I was just sending it out. <clears throat> yeah, interesting. But yeah. I have my interval set at two hours. Okay, so that for seems this trip. more realistic, right? So yeah. that's the interval it's setting it out, but it's tracking every step mm-hmm. I've taken. Yeah. yeah, it's actually like making a breadcrumb trail all the way to wherever you're going. Right. Yeah. I, you know, the whole time when we went out, I didn't think we needed to do that. I know well, we went up here, left over here. And yeah, we you don't need down. it until you need it, right? Yeah, that's yeah right. exactly. You don't know yeah. what's going to happen later that night. Yep. Yeah. We didn't know that we were going to need to use it to get out of bear trail. Yeah. And we were making, like, we would have been fine on time. Like, we were going to make it light, no problem. It's mm-hmm. just, like, we literally got, like, halfway down the hill, and all of a sudden, like, there was no fog up top. And then all of a sudden, it was, like, fog just on the deck. The fog truck, man. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I was like, really? Like, now? Right at the fucking end. Now? Right at the end. So when you pick this, like, I'm miserable, and now you're going to do this <laughs> So how much better did those beers taste? They are pretty oh, good. Oh, man, dude. What did you have? Pretty good. We had high lives, dude. Oh, Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Daniel's favorite, yeah, yeah. Guinness. <laughs> well, we were supposed to crush. So he had eight beers. And so we had like a beer each night for two nights. And then we were like, cool. Now we got four beers. Awesome. We can have like two each. We like crush one, fire up a bowl. We're like. Done. <laughs> just, the second beer was like nah, so it made for you know like a bowl of ramen. A bowl of ramen. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm gonna crush one of those peaks. Nope. 
just going to bed. Yeah. So done. Yeah, I was just the like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What's those your favorite one of those? Those oh, are the no. legitest, legitest of all of them. All of them. All of them. Pete Greefuel. I, I think I like the pesto pasta one a lot. Mm. Yeah. But I haven't had the chicken teriyaki yet. Okay. That's what I was How about you, Brenda? Um, for breakfast, I love that strawberry granola. That's a good one. Oh, I haven't that tried that one yet. That was good. Oh, my God. Dude, that's bomb. It's got, like, strawberry dehydrated strawberry, like, Looks slivers awesome. in it. Do you do it with hot or cold? Hot. Hot, yeah. Yeah. Like hot. Oh, I do. Everything's hot. Yeah. I ain't eating no, nothing cold. Out in the cold elements. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. hot yeah. stuff going in my tea, coffee, you know, cold beer. That's one I thing. I think you got a consensus on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is a good brand though. It is. Not you know like. what it's like really not fancy at all. <clears throat> but the stroganoff is bomb. I had that. Yeah, I'm we not tried a, that I'm on not the river. A white sauce guy. It was awesome. It's it was good. Awesome. Well, there's, there's it's really creamy. It's good. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Obviously, it tastes good. The mm. calorie numbers are insane. Yeah, the water you use is like half of everything else. How is that possible? And that the time possible. you have to wait for it to rehydrate is minimal too. Yeah, yeah, they've got it dialed. Yeah, like whatever everybody started doing that took so long and calorie, like yeah. they were able to maximize everything. And minimize water and time. Oh, totally. It was like 150 like, calories per ounce on all your peak refuels, Daniel. And I had the beef stroganoff from Mountain House the night before and then had yours, and it was so much more flavorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really good. Much. I was like f- so full at the end yeah. of it. I was like, I can't even. And I had the pesto thing. that one night. We we finally had one, and that was really good too, it's man. Good. I was like, wow, that is it's one good. I haven't had. Have you had any of the the – the Chad Mendez ones? I have not. So I didn't know he was doing it. I know he's like a big hunter, but I didn't know he was making yeah, he, his own. No, he like linked up with them and he has like his own like four. Oh, like with his them. flavors. Oh, his, his, his like stuff, but it's all like. Um, Does like, anyone have them up here? His? I haven't seen it yet. No full curls carrying them. Yeah. And but he he like incorporated sports. some game into them. Like he what? has like a elk ragu spaghetti Ooh, and then right. like a. Wasn't one called Doll something? Yeah, he has. Yeah, you should look it up real quick. Actually, mm-hmm. it's with an S. Not as it'll, it'll find it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, bison elk. There it is. Elk ragu pasta. Go to that yeah. one. Bison, bison ranch, ranch mashes. Ooh, I like that. Beef strogi. Uh, That's not his. This venison one. Venison casserole. Those seem legit. Yeah, they got a lot of. My favorite is that sweet pork. And rice. Oh, I haven't had that. Dude, that one is so bomb. So it sounds like he's got at least the three. I was telling him another oh, move. So like if you're, if you're even looking for more calories, like if you bring like sticks of butter, mm. and you just put like half a stick of butter in those or Idaho, a pack of Idahoans. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was telling Daniel I like to bring an extra block of cheese and every one I make, I throw a piece of that cheese yeah, in there. Yeah, that works good too. So it looks like Chad's all bison, elk, and and venison is what his i think that's all you could do because you can't legally sell game right yeah but those yeah. are like oh, yeah. you, can. you can ranch all that mm, it's got carrots and i mean every one i've had has been delicious yeah i haven't had one i didn't like um and they're super high calorie and super high protein yeah look at that 40 grams awesome. of protein like and that's like a lower one a lot of them are like 50s yeah and that's per oh per pouch not per serving, because two servings, but right. They were still like oh, 150 man. calories per ounce, which is pretty damn good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. dense. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they like got down on those mountain houses and were like, "Yeah, we need to step our game up." They definitely set the bar high now. Yeah. Oh man, big time. <clears throat> Everyone yeah. else got to step it up. I do like some mountain houses, but I think these other ones are probably there's, there's better. There's just a couple. Yeah. Well, now that you tried some of these other ones, the mountain houses is like, oh, there's a lot better ones out there. I think it's more that like we ate a lot of mountain houses when it was like seven packages earlier and they've gotten (laughs) so much better that i'm like oh i have respect for you because i don't get like the spaghetti farts anymore or you know like (laughs) this other thing that i can't even describe (laughs) i still like a good old-fashioned mre every now oh yeah there you go yeah i have one man i haven't tried it yet though just don't ever eat the jamaican pork chop ever Ever. That doesn't sound Switch right. If someone gives you that MRE, just like get rid of it. Now, are they still making MREs? Are Which these all the ones, ones that were made like in no, the 70s? No, no. Those they are still? C rations. Oh, that's, that's before right. okay. MREs. All right. Yeah. C rations. I yeah. forgot about those. I have an MRE, like a like a new one, and it, but it's big and bulky. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Know. They're super. They're not light. Yeah. But they're like 7,000 calories. <laughs> Like they're dense. <laughs> Everything in them is dense. So if you only need to eat they like get the once brownie, every three it's days? like lit. It feels heavy. Yeah. Well, the but coolest thing is a, a little bit of water that you have to put in, like a tiny bit, and it just gets like yeah. Heat so and he heats it itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's money. Yeah, it's got like a heat pack. And like you get a like little a Tabasco thing. Yeah, no, like which Skittles my, or something. Which my or. Army Ranger buddies <laughs> told me that is not for flavoring your food. That is. Specifically to save for sleep deprivation training. <laughs> Whenever you're gonna fall asleep, you just put a little of that in your eye. Ah, oh you oh go. my god, dude! <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think I'll use mine on the meal. Yeah, <laughs> that will keep you awake. Oh, yeah. Definitely different. It's life. like pulling yeah. nose hairs out when you're yeah. falling asleep driving. Some of the stories those <laughs> guys have. <laughs> Coming these out. Wake up. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for sharing uh, the story, man. Uh, Sounds we had a good really time, good, man. man. Really a great trip. time. It was awesome. We, uh, if you want to check out some of the pictures, it's it's going to be once again on uh, Chad's um, Instagram, mtn.divmountain.div, and then Brando underscore awp as well. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if there's enough to make a little video. We're going to try and see what you guys got and see if we yeah, can put no, together. I, I, I can. Yeah, yeah, I got enough. Okay, so I'm going to try to put down a little short, sweet little video, kind of mm-hmm. give people a little a view of it. Is that and going on Patreon, or is that... the Ooh. That might be a good Patreon that video. Might be a good I Patreon. wouldn't be opposed to that at all. That might be a good yeah. Patreon, yeah. Yeah, first little 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 tryout of a... Yeah, shout out to the Patreons, the Patreon dude. Guys. Yeah, man, the Wesley, Patreons are coming Michael, in, dude. everyone, yeah, they're coming Yeah, yeah the Patreons are coming in. Dude, Wes up, came dude. through with a Patreon, dude. Yeah. What's the Patreon? What am I? I'm, I'm lost here. Pa- Patreon, Patreon is uh, a way to support um, the podcast so you can donate like a certain amount a month or like oh. a flat whatever. And so anyone that's on our Patreon is going to get um, content that we're not putting out for anywhere else. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. So like we have some podcasts that we recorded that are only going to go out on that. Um, Shout out to a- Annie Nangas. Yep, she's she's going to be she's our probably first be the one. First one. Um, and, and little baby. things like that, like little videos and stuff like that. And, and that will go out on there and maybe some, yeah, like that's d- rad. Wes was stoked. He was like, he was driving to Valdez. He drove to Valdez for work. And so he saw my truck and he didn't really, like, I kind of told him that I was like trying to figure something out. Cause he knew like Aaron, he, he had called me to like, wish me good luck. And I was like, dude, it blow up. Like I, I got some 
calls out I'm trying to figure this out and he so he saw my truck parked there and then he uh when he, he said he was like listening to the podcast like his whole drive to valdez and his whole drive back and then so he like left him a note on my truck yeah that looked yeah, cool i sent you guys that yeah, man yeah. i was like dude that was so thoughtful it was uh, and cool. then so he started following me on instagram like today or yesterday and so i messaged him I'm like bro thank you so much for that note dude like that was before any of my like day one homies that's West. Like, said, congratulations. West got a big heart. This West dude wrote like a handwritten note on his windshield. I'm like, bro, that was like, thank you, man. That like really yeah. touched me, dude. I was like, yeah. that is badass. That's he West, was. Dude. He doesn't really know me, and he was so happy for me. Like, and I went out with his homie, and like, I was like, damn, that that's dudes that like love this shit. Oh, Wes. Right yeah, here, Wes. He's got some good recipes. Remember about those sliders? Yeah, dude. No, he's he cool, man. Really I got love that dirty rice, rice, dude. Yeah. yeah. He has smoked salmon recipe that knock your eyes out, man. Dude, he no. won. He won the freaking world championship smoked salmon thing at, at Run Runners. At Run Runners? Won like for, 20 grand. Wow. Really? Worth the stuff, yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. He's got that. Yeah, he likes some reds, man. He smokes reds. I have smoke? his smoked salmon in the fridge right now. Oh, Wes's? That's his. Oh, is that what that is? That pack? That's Wes's. He yeah, smokes it at uh, John's. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, you were saying you guys brine it and then yeah, give it Yeah, Wes to and I brine it. It's Wes's recipe, so when I say Wes and I, if uh, yeah. I'm doing my salmon, I use Wes, and we <laughs> brine it together. He pretty much you does that. I take my salmon brine. to his house. <laughs> we throw it in the garbage bag in a cooler with his brine, and then he takes it to John Wagner, who smokes it. Nice. And it's yeah. money. It's the best. Like, well, I went to John's to drop that sheep off, and... I was like, yeah, I went out with uh, with Chad. He's like, yeah, he just dropped off a bunch of fish. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, he's confusing me and Wes. You know, yeah. He has That's a bunch funny. of fish, too. He was offering me up. Yeah, he, they were killing it on his new cabin out there. Oh, he got a cabin? Yeah, right in yeah. the middle there. In Wes the did, right? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Wes and yeah. Like, his wife's like best friend. Nice. Yeah. I'm stoked for him. Oh, I bet. Nobody yeah. loves like fishing and like, I love going to the Russian with Wes. Like, we used to mountain bike in. When he was, like, working, and we were both working construction jobs, and, like, the only fishing we got to do was, like, midnight runs to the Russian. Suicide, suicide, suicide runs, yeah. Up, yeah. Yeah, so we just, like, mountain bike in to the falls and just, like, murder it. Mm-hmm. And Wes is, like, he loves it. Yeah, that's what Talking like. shit the whole time. Like, you better hurry up. I'm catching yours. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like standing in the middle of the river with like fish tied to him. I, I got a video of him like there's like a bear meeting in the middle like to grab his fish. And I'm like, Wes, dude, just get on the side of the river. And he's just like, nope. No. Like goes over there and grabs his fish. All these tourists are like, oh, my God. My fish. <laughs> yeah, it was about so bad, it. dude. Yeah, no, I was, like, so appreciative of that note. I thought that was the coolest thing. And, it was cool. You know, which I was like, man, he hasn't got a ram yet, and you know, he wants one. And I'm like, man, that's a dude that deserves it. You know, like, he's congratulating other people and, like, happy for them. And, you know, like, there's always, like, envy and, like, man, I, you know, I, w- I wanted it. Like, I, I'm one of the lucky ones this year that, like, got to take one. And um, I value that so much. And I know that there's only – so many years and so much time you get in this life where you get to experience really cool shit. And so I really soak up these moments. Like what we went through this last week, man, I like 
will never forget that. It means so much to me. Yeah, they're game changers. And so when someone is like genuinely happy for you, I'm like, man, I, I'm rooting for them. Like, you know, I want now I'm like, Wes, I want you to get a sheep. That's right. One day you're going to get one, and I know you're going to be I the happiest it. guy oh, in yeah. the world. And you will say, like I did, and like Daniel did, and I'm sure like all you guys said, I could die today a happy man because I got one. He's been yeah. he's been involved you know? on it, so he's like, you know, it's, yeah, te- yeah, it's yeah. team effort. It's like, yeah. oh, 100%, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know, so it's like <clears> usually <throat> usually two guys take one. And so Wes has been, yeah. part, of, Wes has been part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's not like 100% the shooter or whatever, however you want to classify it. But he's... Yeah. He's been there on a sheep in the brooks. I think they went in the brooks. They flew in. Yeah, and I know he did toke management. Wes did, right? Yeah, and he did toke. So yeah. I guess so. He's been part two. Yep. And they worked their ass off on that. Oh man, he was like, went so far. It. They went so oh, far from their base camp <clears throat> that it was closer once they got the sheep to just walk. They walked out to the road and hitchhiked to toke. Oh wow! <laughs> Put their sheep at forty mile air and then flew back in to get their camp. <laughs> To get like, and then flew back into the strip, hiked up to their camp, camped at their camp, came back out, oh, and then got flown back holy out. Holy shit. Yeah, it was somebody who's just like wrapped up in this tarp. He didn't have like anything. He's just. Well, and if I remember right, his homie tagged, they had, there was two legals together. And so he, had they partied, yeah. he, he would have got, you know what I mean? Oh. Like they could only take one, they only yeah. had one tag, but yeah. there's two. Right. Yeah. Legals together. So yeah. It's like, Let's just put that out there right now as the sheep hunting hack. If you're going to put in for the toke tag, party hunt that with someone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because it's the only way to ensure. Because otherwise, you're asking someone to go with you on a hunt in toke that they don't get to hunt. Yeah. Sherpa yeah. style. But if you yeah. party it, you double your chances. Yeah. If you want to, you get strong. You both get it. It's like you want to spend twenty five hundred dollars and come hike around with me and not kill anything, yeah, yeah and help fun. carry my meat. Yeah. You can carry half my shit, and it's only going to cost you one thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'll get the gas on the drive. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's why I was alone on mine, right? Because everyone was like, "I don't get to hunt." I'm like, "Well, I don't know. You probably hunt for something." Yeah. Scrounge squirrels. <laughs> I was, there's, there's some I was with someone, but he was 61, and I packed his sheep out too. So. <laughs> they could go that way too. Yeah, you can go with someone. Well, you, you got to pack be them both selective out. on that party. Yeah. 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 Dad was very happy about that. So I bet he was. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He had to earn it. That's great. Well, uh, we're gonna hit you guys with Jack and mine story. Next week, yeah, part um, two, right? Part sheep two on, on the sheep hunt, part two, part two, yeah. Um, as we uh, plan on going on these other moose hunts, and you got moose hunts, and everyone's man, got leaving to, I'm caribou. leaving tomorrow, man. Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's just the season right now, man. We got a few weeks to get after it. Yeah, it's like leave town to go to moose camp to hunt for an antlerless tag, maybe two or three nights, and then come back to go back out three weeks later. Yeah. So it sounds like Chad you. and I might be out on a caribou hunt this weekend. Yeah. Oh, you're going? I, I already told Lexi it's like it's the only chance to go. Get yeah. it. Get yeah. it. That hunt opens up on yeah. Friday, and if you don't go now. I was, yeah, so 225, 250. How many are they? 225. 225. In three days of reporting. So yeah. you leave on Friday, come back on Monday, you're good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was so, just going yeah, to I think it's our only shot. Yeah, I think so. So we'll try to get after that before the the moose season happens and uh, 
Yeah. It'll be good. It's full go, man. It's full, full go. Full go right now. You gotta go. burn the gas. That's right. I was just gonna give a shout out to all the hunting widows out there. So uh Definitely. I saw yours today. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're very appreciative of all those uh people that stay behind and let us do this thing. So that's right, man. Yep. Watch Absolutely. the kids take care of the house. Stress out. Stress out. I, I, right. I really appreciate you you saying that, uh, Jack, because <clears throat> My wife has like been an exceptional trooper thus far. She had a little comment today, but it was just like a little reminder of like how good I have it. Yeah. She wanted to tell me that. And uh I was like, you know, I had to thank her again, you know, as I was like leaving again to come do this podcast tonight. <laughs> He's like, You always got something going on. I'm like, yeah. Well, I know, I know. I'll just but I, I appreciate that because, you know, school starts tomorrow. And yep. so it's like now she's got to do logistics for the two kids and then all that. And I don't know, man, I, I'm, I, I admittedly take it for granted. I think we all do yep. at some point, but, um, yeah, dude, shout out to them, man. They, they yep. I really don't feel like I could enjoy it as much as I do because I don't know that if you could come home from a long hunt to an empty bed, and, and no one there would feel the same as, you know, doing this hard work and coming home. Hell to, no, to it wouldn't. Like, it no. just, like, when you come home to a, a, a wife, a girlfriend, or kids, I mean, it, like, it's just, like, that warmness to come home to means so much. Yeah, someone and, to, someone and, and to then, message you that you're okay out there. Yeah, like, someone it. that gives a shit when you're out there, you know, and, like, I don't know. It, it means a lot, and it, it feels good, and, um, yeah, like, you know, they, they, they ultimately, they know we're passionate about this life, this lifestyle and these things that we do. And, um, you know, we're, we're lucky men to have women yeah. in our lives and yeah. family or friends. Yeah. That and all the grandpas it, and grandmas all and cousins yeah. and yeah. sisters and brothers and uncles yeah. that come over Somebody's and help birthday you out. party you miss or whatever yeah. it is. But she you brought know up I mean? and she said, tomorrow will be the first time you've been dropping your kids off at school for the first on the first day. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I started thinking back. I was like, I've missed every first day of school, yeah, for the kids because I'm always like on some, yeah, on a trip, sheep mm -hmm. you know? or yeah, yeah, caribou or something. Yeah, it, it yeah. intertwines. Yeah. So back yeah. to the beginning of the podcast, the school district needs to change that damn. That's day. right. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Yeah, push it back. Nah, and I was gonna say, I was gonna say something in that is like. I think that we just need to like start this new, like there needs to be like, you know how they have like the lottery schools. We need a lottery school. That's like, it's like a vocational school slash like arts and like music slash, you know how like the kids in Girdwood, like Fridays, they get to go, Ski they day. go to the resort. Mm. Yeah. Like there should be like the school with like, they go hunting and fishing. Yeah, like we can do it here, right? Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they go like get rabbits or ptarmigan or just hike or like foraging yeah. or like yeah. learn to where's that salmon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need that. Yeah, yeah we do need. I that. like that a lot. Dude. The King Career Center. That's like it's not really a career center. It's like how to take it's care life of yourself. Center. Yeah, how to start a fire. How to put up a tent. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Come on, Dina. Let's do it. Well, thank you guys. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, patreon.com slash Alaska wild project for your donations. It's very helpful for us. Mm -hmm. um, leave us an Apple podcast review. If you haven't done that yet, 
Um, check out Local Greens. Get your subscription there. Get set up for the winter so you get that fresh, fresh, good greens for the whole winter. Um, AlaskaWildProject.com for all the hoodies and the shirts and all that stuff. Um, I think we will be having our stuff soon. I got to go to holler at um, Kevin. We're, we're going to have a little thing over there at Barney's. Have all our gear up oh, over there. That's awesome. Pretty soon. Um, we got a lot of new new merch on the way ordered. Um, it's a delay just as everything else is with COVID and all that stuff. So, yep. But thank you for everyone that's visited the site. Thank you to all the Patreon members already and people that are already tagging us and all their stuff and all the caribou calls and stuff are coming in like crazy. Oh, that's fun. It's really, 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 yeah. really cool. So thank you for everyone, yeah. and thank you for listening, and stay wild, Alaska. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcaution. Are you not overcautious? When you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegados Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegadosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women while pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. 